roughly every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic jackets on the record albums have their own hidden we don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. We want you to smoke the natural herb. Some call it marijuana. Some call it sense media. Some call it lamb's bread. And some people call it ganja. Welcome to another edition of the Adam Dunn Show. We are in a completely new spot, as you can tell. With a light, we have light. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty nice up here. It's just sun just popped out out of nowhere, right? Just to give a nice halo to the background here. But we're here live in the studio at Metlo Studios with KTI, man in the house. Look at that! Yep, it's so, so much better. The picture, amazing, right? Yeah, uh, Mr. Damn. Matthew Holloman, old friend. Uh, many people who know me know him, and I'm sure they're like, "Wait a minute, is that really Matt?" And he's out of the basement. I mean, it's amazing. Most people know him from the basement of my shop in Amsterdam, uh, years 95 through 2002 or something. No, more later, 2004. Oh, my God. That long? Damn. He said we lost internet connection. What? That is not good. Oh, we did. How did that happen? Okay, now <laughs> I don't know what happened, but it was good enough. Now we're back. Okay. And we're back. It was me. We're it's a learning curve, bro. We're, we're, we're back to a new... That was a ghost in the machine right there. Now let's see. As he closes the door, and he snaps onto the cable. Flip. Ah, the show perfect. Is. No, anyway. Um, so anyway, 2007, you were saying? So that's a shit long time to be hanging out working with me uh, so we got stories on stories from that and then also um, we are now like I said at Metlo Studios we're going to have Roberto from Roberto's List um, and he is the actual owner of this beautiful building so he uh, yeah, he's, it is. He, he's the boss here and so we're going to have him in the studio at the end at some point we're also going to have Tim Blake calling in in about 30 minutes to talk about the Emerald Cup because he's on the final rush it's one week to the day when yeah, people will be, literally have the booth set up by next week. You know exactly where we're at, right? We've got the booth set up. Well, not even. We're, we're, oh, we need this one thing, and we're sending you out to some somewhere crazy. Office Max. And then by the time you get back from Office Max, we're like, God, if you could just go back one more time, because we totally forgot to get this other thing. That, you know you know the deal. Yeah, so, more jars. Need more jars. Jars. Yeah, jars going to be uh, one. Well, maybe. Maybe not, though. I'll explain in a minute. So, <laughs> oh, maybe not. Maybe it'll be a different reverse way of thinking of it. But anyway, so, yeah, we have Tim calling in uh, to talk about the Emerald Cup. And who knows? This is one of those places that I feel like is going to be interesting because it's right downtown, first of all. We're at 1111 Broadway, which is a super cool number. So I was, like, stoked. I love when numbers are good, you know? It's like, yeah, 1111. Pretty good. Too bad the flat Earth party that they had didn't happen on that day. That would have been nuts. It would have, just, it would have been over the top. But we were at 1111 Broadway, across street from Torchy's Tacos. That's how you say it to, to people from Denver. Hey, you know Torchy's Tacos? They're like, yes, done. You know, it's like yeah, the, right there on Broadway. 
have not had one person say no. It's weird. It's like, okay, any other, like you say City Hall, which is another club around the corner. Mm, they think the other City Hall, they're not really sure. Torchies, no problem. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be one of these awesome spots where we just have people dropping in left, right, and center because they'll know exactly where we're at and they'll be like, oh, is that Torchies? It'll be like the you know, top of the conversation. But then also, uh, I saw Tim uh, Tim earlier. Uh, you don't even know Tim. I'm like pointing at you like you know him already. So uh, Tim. Tim Tim? Or Tim, one Tim. of the Tim Tims? Tim Tim. Well, uh, Tim Tim, yeah. He's definitely, he's Martin? definitely Mr. Martin himself, yes. All right. Yeah. He, yeah. Already, he already rolled in All here. All right. <laughs> sniffing it around. Yeah. Because apparently he lives two blocks away. So somehow I already see the John Doe, like, radio show dropping in on any time he feels like it which will be all the time because he knows exactly <laughs> what we're on so but uh, it's fine that's cool and it's only we can actually uh, do it out of our spot too and this is actually not our spot by the way this is we're in a totally different unit not as different units there's suites suites we are in suite 409 right now but we are in Sweet. 401 yeah. so all my Rhode Island crew out there I mean I'm in suite 401 man this is fucking amazing I walked in I was like dude look at that Rhode Island crew will be stoked. Is that the area code? Or something? Of course, bro. He left tattoos and shit. You know what I mean? Like, Four hundred one. A lot of a lot of forehead tattoos. No, not really so many. But a lot of tattoos. Yeah, I'm sure there's a shitload of them there. So they, now they have a lot of necks. Yeah, a lot of necks. If not already, they're going to have more because of the fact that that's our suite. So it's my. That's my complete, and that's totally out of my head. I doubt that's going to happen. Um, I got some, 11. got some flavors here, leftovers from uh, yeah. the uh, Tetrahydro Club uh, thing that I did like two weeks ago, which is pretty awesome. Uh, managed to scrape together a few of them, so we have a couple of those. Uh, we have no idea. I just tried to get a list, but absolutely Random no. Flame. Yeah, we don't even know what the winner was, so that's that's that bad. So, and I'm trying to vaguely remember it. It's it's, it's like. It's like any cup I've ever been to. Four minutes after they announce it, no one remembers what's going on. They're like, they're like, who would? Oh, who just won? And it's like, if you don't, if you're not within like this tiny, tiny window, <laughs> no one gets it right. Like for the first day, everyone gets it all wrong, and they get it. They buy, oh, that's what it was. It's funny. But we now have the opportunity to determine. Got to call. Got to yeah. Got to get it on the mic, buddy. Man. Okay. Come on, we're not we're not lounging. Well, around. we now have an opportunity to determine our own winner today. Oh, I don't think we're gonna even try to attempt that. We're just gonna smoke. Because we have enough, you know, we're not taking notes, bro. Okay. Stay on the mic. You know, you can't lounge, bro. You gotta bring, just bring the mic here. This is yeah. I got you. I got you figured. I already know you're stuck. You're one of these guys. All right. So, and then just I'm just about in. to step in. You gotta make love. You gotta make love to the mic, man. Okay. I'm you here. should be good at that. <laughs> I'm here now. Making love to inanimate objects should be like a very easy thing in your world. I know. This feels like the Howard Stern show a little bit. It is. It is. But not because we don't even try to. No strippers. There's no fun like <laughs> nothing fun like that, you know. Um, what's going on, guys? With uh, we got we got 20 minutes. Let's do a little. We'll do it. We'll do a quick. We'll do the. We'll do the um, shout-outs, But I want to talk to you guys first and see how your week went, and then how you what you feeling about the new spot. We haven't even d- discussed about the fact that there's a whole rooftop, humongous party uh, spot I'm above excited us. To see that. I know you guys are excited. So, um, what's your week been like? You've, you've been down here or up there? No, uh, so I was actually a little bit up there, but I went to Utah for a little bit. Utah, Utah. So I went and saw some goblins, real goblins. Yeah, goblins. Oh, what is that? The rock formation? Yeah, the rock formation. Oh, it was out by the swell. So nice. That's cool. Yeah, a little hiking. Yeah, checking out some canyons and checking out the red. Uh, Not dirt. smoking a lot of weed, or 
you can't I mean, say you can can't say that on air, you know? Of course you can't. Like, I mean, Utah's not listening to me. I don't think I have any <laughs> listeners in Utah. Maybe one. If I do, please oh, man, c- please no. give us a call. That's funny. I hang out with the coolest people in Salt Lake City, dude. Like, yeah. They, yeah, I was always really drunk and really high while I was out there. So See, that's so, the thing. It's usually yeah, it's just find a good pocket of people. That's all. There's got, they're everywhere, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but it is a rough, uh, rough uh, slim pickings, I'd say, out there compared to some, some other places. That's for sure. But it is beautiful, I have to say. It's one of those... When you drive through it, you're like, too bad I got to drive so fucking, like, scared. Yeah, <laughs> I, can't pay attention. I feel like Colorado Springs down there, like, the vibe, you know. The like, whole thing? Just like, uh, no, 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 just like uh, the how it feels outside and stuff, you know what I mean? Like, really? Just because oh. you're kind of, like, in the valley, like, in between a bunch of mountains and stuff. I don't know. Gotcha. It's a, it's, well, it's just such a lunar landscape. Everywhere I go, That's I'm like, this is where they filmed the yeah. shit right here. This is all, this is it. Found it. Found the moon, found Mars. Mars right over here. We well, got some humming? They're saying that there's music playing, but I don't hear anything. Yeah, it's an ancient, uh, anything, uh, anybody? Seabeds. Nothing, nothing? I don't see anything or a reason why. Cool. I did have some We're volume on my thing, but I turned it down, so maybe that uh, was, okay. Is that, is that it? I just, I just figured that I don't out. Know. I went for the, the host totally ruined the show maneuver. That was my unusual. Yeah. All right. Cool. So, um, so you went to Utah. You didn't get arrested. I'm super proud no, of you. That's pretty yeah. much. That's all you have to do there. Like no. that's your only job. Your only just, job in Utah is to not get arrested. It was just like an hour and nine seventy, and then after that you shoot off and you're on, you know, empty roads where I don't think they are. Did you go? So we camped. And it was right after Thanksgiving. Yeah, I camped. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just by myself. So. But it's after Thanksgiving, so there's no one now there. People still hear music? No, no, no. They said it cleared up. Oh, it so it's probably song? me and my stupid... It was probably you, yeah. It was me I and know. some stupid bullshit. I, I heard on the news that they're going to raise the price of these all these national parks, so it's good to go do it now before they raise... Get your parking they're, in now. Because they're talking about doubling oh, the price yeah. right now. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a sad state of affairs when they can't even take care of them and they're going to charge you double now. Yeah, they're going to double the price. So uh, get your parking in, kids. What you guys? What you? What are you up to there, MTI? Anything good? Uh, I'm trying to remember, man. Uh, my band played recently, and I did some bass covers on YouTube and stuff this weekend and stuff. So just playing my bass, hanging out, just playing. Oh, did you launch, did you uh, put up some new stuff there? Yeah, some, yeah. Some, some. I have I have like one original, and then a bunch of different covers I've been doing, just right. of like some soulful, like funky stuff. Nice. Yep. And, and and where do they where do people see that? Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I am a face of bass on YouTube. F A C E O F B A S S. You can see the man himself, the sound master, the guy who keeps the little crap thing <laughs> we've got going alive. Amazing. So, uh, no, cool. That's funny. They thought it was KTI's theme music that was playing earlier. It's, I wonder what it was too, because I don't I don't think I have anything in the background up. Either, they said so. it was like a Yuletide trumpet type thing or something. Wow, that's yeah, well, that's, that's at least a good accompanying kind of strange, weird thing. So, all right, as long as it was, it was planned. Song. It was definitely your. It was I, is your secret. I didn't tell you. Right. You have your own theme. Well, Yuletide. Yuletide. Uh, I, I put it together. It was pretty good. Came with the sweep. Right. Um, so let's do a quick shout out because we got ten minutes until. Uh, believe tim is going to call in so if he's on time i'm sure he is they're on the road right now i think everybody's bearing you know bearing down on it up there it must be he must be in the thick of it i want to see this weather because i mean back in the day the, the almanac was saying 13 degrees which made no sense you know what i mean i was like when is it ever 13 Sweet. degrees in 
California. You know what I mean? Like, come yeah, on. That'd be awesome. And then it was like, yeah. yep, it's going to be freezing. And that was from, uh, Hazel told me that. So, I mean, I'm just totally secondhand information. Don't hold me on that one. But, uh, yeah, it was uh, apparently supposed to be super cold. Actually, I never know. I mean, it's supposed to be cold here today, right? Like, this is supposed to be this cold. This is not cold. It's going to be cold on Tuesday, no. right? Didn't we hear that? And it was Friday and it's nothing not happened. I don't think it was nice the whole time it's you were here, right? It was supposed to snow last Monday or something. I woke up. Oh. There's nothing out there. Yeah, false promises. False yep. promises. It's funny too because in Colorado people are pissed. Yeah, what? they get real mad about that. It's uh, like, oh. you said snow. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like they get really, yeah, they definitely get uh, emotional over their snow here. I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy when it doesn't happen. I'm happy if it happens. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as it's like either way, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good about it. I need that water. I just don't like know? that. It's weird because when you go back to the East Coast, when I was back at East. It's like you can just fucking tell it's so much different. Like the cold is fuck. I would get off the plane and I was cold. Like instantly I was like, oh, I'm freezing. Like here it is. It just went like straight into you, which is, and here it's not. Here it's like you're in this little, you know, dry, dry cold fluff. It's like nothing, right? Yeah. East Coast. My guy's brutal. It, was, it wasn't even that bad out. It was just like, but I could just feel the weight of it all. And you get off the plane, you're like, humidity. Man. This place. Uh, congratulations to the Tetra Hydro Club. They have uh, a bunch of new couches, brand new. Oh, nice! It's a pretty big thing. It's a pretty big thing, and you're in a in a in a club world to uh, upgrade your couch situation. You know, that's. I mean, we we got gifted a bunch of couches at the So High, and that was like. Yeah. Imagine if we didn't have those things. If we were just like, yeah, yeah. pick a spot, bro. <laughs> you know, it's like. So when you get they when you get your when you get your couch couches on lock at your spot. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty big, pretty big day. So congratulations to the crew and to everybody over there who now just, I know, that, I know his pits are just ruining him right now. Just jumping all over. I'm like, like throw the pits on him. That's the, one, that's the biggest problem is everybody's got rambunctious dogs. Otherwise, your shit would last forever. But, but anyway, congrats, guys. And uh, Speaking of the couches. Oh, a, I knew we segue off of couches. There's a funny story. Um, Adam has a, had a hemp company for a long time. You know, you've got the jacket. I see you're wearing the jacket right now. Oh, they know all about and, it. Oh, so, yeah. anyway, they've always dealt with the hemp fabric and stuff like that. So, they had, over in Amsterdam at his old shop, they had a chair that was like kind of a throne-type chair. It was a, and big, it was a glorified beanbag. Yeah, but, but it, it was swivel. You know, it, it was a swivel. No, and it didn't swivel. Are you tr- oh, you are talking about that chair? That yeah, chair. the swivel oh, you're not chair. About the, no, I'm not talking about the Stone Throne, sorry. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm talking, talking about, about I'm the talking, chair. We're talking about okay. two different things. So anyway, the cool part oh, is... Oh, the swivel is, chair, yeah. No, is, I found that in the trash, bro. You know that. Well, I and then know. we recut it, but we covered it in hemp. That's, and made it, you're uh, ruining my stuff. Oh, get, my get God. That part sorry. of the story. Sorry. That's the story. I'll, I'll just smoke a joint and is, sit back. Okay, you know, his mom is like a master seamstress. And so, you know, anytime he needs something, he's always been able to call on her to be able to get anything done that he wants. And he uh, asked her, he goes, do you think you could recover this chair with hemp? And she, she took it on. And she did it. I mean, and it looked good it, when she first got it done i mean it looked like a professional had turned that out I mean, and it was her first time she'd ever done a chair you know it was sick it was one of the but it was like an old 60s kind of thing kind of a wrap chair yeah. thing 
But the cool part about it was that we ended up using that as like the centerpiece for the trichrome challenge when I used mm-hmm. to do that. So basically, everybody would sit in the, the chair. You know what I mean? It became the chair. And you only sat in it if you were doing bong hits, and if you only sat in it if you're you getting videotaped doing your bong hit. You know what I mean? So it was kind of like <gasps> to sit in the chair was a big deal. But then anyway, at a certain point, it became Matt's, Matt's chair. chair, right? Yeah. Of course, you know, because that's what happens with comfortable chairs. <laughs> whoever whoever needs to like you know rest their bones. I had some serious bong hits to do. Oh, yeah. Well, at least he definitely kept the tradition of you have to be doing bong hits if you're sitting in the chair. There was definitely never a moment where he was actually yeah. just sitting in a chair. You know, uh, another funny, right about this time of year, right, we'd be winding down from the Cannabis Cup. And, you know, Adam's very uh, creative, artistic. He always had a big vision of what he wanted to do with the booth for the cup, you know. And so, and we would always have to make it happen, you know, whatever he, whatever his idea was, we'd go, okay, let's, let's try it, you know, let's do it. There's, there's got to be a way to, to pull it off. And so after that was all happened and people have left town and I'm kind of winding down right about this time of year, um, his, his wife, Cece, who worked with us there at the, at the place, she, she would come down and say, uh, Matt. And uh, she, she'd say, don't you think it's time to pull out the Christmas deck, the, the shop Christmas decorations? And I'd say, oh, you know, I said, Cece, you know, those things are buried. Those things are buried back in there. I can't even get to them, you know. And she'd say, no, no, I, I th- I'll help you, you know. She'd say, I, you know, I'm, I'm just thinking, you know, Cece, I've got some pretty serious bong hits to be doing right now. <coughs> I, I don't know if we've got time for the nope. Christmas decorations this year, you know. And uh, she didn't know. And then, of course, it would start to set in that I was going to actually have to do it. You know, I mean, it wasn't just get the Christmas decorations out. I was going to have to put them up. You know, she was, you know, that was that was actually the announcement that, hey, get ready. It's getting ready to be time to put the Christmas decorations up. Yeah. Not just time to smoke the trees. Matt has serious, some serious pressure on him at all times. It was like I think he had the, like the least pressure of anybody ever, but at the same time he could he could somehow make it sound like it was the most. Like <coughs> he's got an art, he's got a uh, a very artistic uh, way of making excuses. It's, it's very artistic. It's like it's at the point where you're like, wow, well, I'll give you an A for creativity on that one, but uh, you know, one thing you can't do with me is come up with some lame ass excuse because. I'm the fucking excuse master of all excuses. You know what I mean? <laughs> Come on now. You can't, you can't, you can't get me. Yeah, Matt, Matt had a few. So, okay, before we get into it, because I can already see that this is like rabbit hole shit, because me and Matt have so much history that he'll pull up some shit that I won't remember, and then <laughs> I'll pull up some shit that he probably won't remember, and then we'll, 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 we'll get into a tailspin. But um, let's do the shout-outs real quick. And uh, not real quick, you know, we're going to take our time. We're going to give them their... their, their Fucking time's worth, but oh yeah, we're gonna do it all in twelve minutes. Let's do it quick. Now we can start out with uh, our buddies from New Millennium because I can see that they are up on the screen already. And what do we have them? What's the deal? We have a new date. Yeah, we're still working on that. Oh, we're still working on a date. Okay, it's a little bit flexible. Yeah, well, one week we were on, one week we have. Last week, I hope you guys got to watch the French cannoli episode because we uh, were. In the process of figuring out what we're doing here, which we still are, of course, um, but the 
luckily KTI pulled it out because I was like, man, don't we have like an something yeah. somewhere like we can that we haven't broadcast? Because I know there's other lost tapes out there, but they're fucking literally lost, right? That's what. They, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those are probably legitimately lost. This <laughs> is one I found. Uh, not, they we're not talking through. like metaphorically lost no. tapes where we just are embarrassed to show them. No. no, we're talking like tapes that are fucking lost, right? So as usual, yeah, it's as usual. But we may find them one day. That means that there's a possibility. I know there's a couple. I know there's a couple ones, and I was, especially with Bean, because uh, he would kind of outsource them, and then these guys would fucking flake on us and be like, "Yeah, yeah. we're yeah. we're waiting on uh, one from last year too." You know, with, uh, well, once it gets to last year, uh, you're pretty much looking uh, at not, it. No show. It's a no was, show. DOA. I gave up on that a lot one. of DOA yeah. video out there in the world, isn't it? I mean, you wonder where it all goes too, because I had so many interviews. And commercial things and whatevers, and then it just doesn't work, and you're like, Fuck, that shit just all goes somewhere, or doesn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or I think it's just, but now there's so much data that it's like, it's nuts. You just must imagine the legitimate lost tapes out there. We should, we're part of it, bro. We're part of it, man. We need total recall. I have a fucking million out in Europe because I don't have any of those tapes. Imagine all that shit. Weird. I, you know, he's told me about stuff that he's recorded, and I've never got to see myself. He's like got me on tape doing all kinds of stuff, and I've never got to review the footage. Uh, I've never seen the footage. And that's the funny part is back in the day, I was like, eh, there's no one to see it, and nobody cares. And I mean, that was the whole thing about video. It's like you were in your own little bubble yeah. until you like made something, and then if you made something, you'd show it. But who actually watched anybody's videos 20 years ago? Nobody really. There was like, but nowadays, it's like everyone got a phone, bam. <laughs> Edit it in your back pocket. Hit the button, commercial, trailer, whatever. Post it real quick. Edit it yourself. It's crazy, man. Um, All right, so we're on New Millennium. We never start. We never finished the fucking thing. We went sidetracked. Stop Uh, sidetracking me, Matt. This is Matt's fault. I I knew he was going to be like this. I knew he was going to knew he was going to drag me down and make me a big mess. But let's uh, stick with New Millennium. Tentatively, I should say we're we're working for the week after the Emerald Cup to have them on. Okay, cool. And they're going to be the seventeenth. What the hell was that? That's the theme music. Last play of the game. You're over there fucking moonlighting or something? I don't know what's going on here. That was a bust right there. That was yeah, like, right? MTI is off on the side betting some sports, doing some betting. Yeah, right? I got 100 bucks on this. Because I told him he's going to get 100 bucks today. Now he's already betting it. Uh, it's already gone. Did you? You already spent that yeah, shit? Yeah, it's to a horse. <laughs> Fuck. Just kidding. I have no fucking clue. Um, so you can go to newmillenniumnutrients.com. Check out their stuff. Um, their website's super tight. Um, like everybody who listens to this show knows that you've been using this stuff for about <clears throat> almost two and a half, three years now and um, sticking with it. It's a great, easy to use formula. My mom loves it. And that's, you know, when mothers approve of things that you pretty much stick with those things. Right. Uh, also, um, it's flexible. They have a pro formula sort of, it's not, you know, it's not a different formula. It's just a different formulation of whatever they're using. And they also use uh, things like Budswell and also Playground's uh, Green Sensation and a few other little amendments that you can think about yourself. You know, you can also play with it. And uh, they also have the new Carbonara uh, Carbo-like product, which has got a lot of aminos in it, which is super awesome. Uh, so it's actually it's sustaining at the same time. It's not just trying to, like, pack on some fake weight. It's, like, real. It's real, man. Well, they'll probably bring, yeah. And you can also go to their... Calculator online and check out how you know how to, how much you need for your particular situation. Save you a bunch of money, um, but yeah, check those guys out. And our guys over at Incredibles, 
the guys with the best edibles here in Colorado, the best oils, pretty much on the market, mm-hmm. stand sold out before it's gone, even made. You know, it's the way they like it. It's what you got to do. But you got to rush. You don't have to rush for the candies though. They make their candies are everywhere. We can't. We should rush. But they have so many, so many different flavors and. But what's the latest? Uh, what do they have? Pumpkin right? pie time. And Still go pumpkin. To the mint. Oh, it's, well, yes, now you know, pepper. We're moving to peppermint now. Yes, peppermint. We, we've gone. Pumpkin so last fucking week. Yeah, it's <laughs> still like, good. You know, that was that was no still legit. Yeah, that's what's still up on their site though. But yeah, no, yeah, no. yeah. They got the pumpkin. Yeah. Of course, delight. Of course, pumpkin pie delight. Pumpkin pie. Oh man, don't get Matt going right now. He's looking at that. <laughs> he is looking at that. Like, wait a minute. Um, but Incredibles, uh, I love Incredibles.com. You can check out the website. You can check out the store finder. If you're in uh, Nevada, you can pick up their products. If you're in California, you can pick up their products. Hopefully, if they're it's such a big place, I don't it know. It says, uh, get ready for Oregon, Illinois, Arizona, Michigan, and Puerto Rico. Oh, wow. I'll come to you in 2018. Puerto Rico. You have to say it like that. You can't say Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Oh, they love it in Puerto Rico. Uh, one day. Soon. Um, and you can also... Check out their extracts if you see them. The, the uh, gold label will be the, from the shop that you're in, and the black label will be their in-house. And if you uh, want to get an extractor, check them out also for their incredible extractor. And, uh, and build a soil. Our number one dedicated uh, sponsor, as far as time going, like mm-hmm. on-time payments go, and everybody can yeah, be consistent, and just that's to me. Like, he's the guy who's never, never let us down in any way, shape, or form, but he's also never going to let you down uh, when, if you have any problems. You got bugs, get the beneficials, don't start, you know, treat the, treat it the problem. Don't don't go for the, the, the cover-ups, you know, and the, make, it, make yeah. you feel good. You want the plants to feel good. Um, but you can also get there, so all their IPM uh, form, uh, you know, formulas and products you can also pick up uh, you know from the, the best of the organic supplements the things that are hard to find you can't get them in any other shop you'd be like talking to the guy he'd be like looking at you like slack jawed going yeah. Whoa. Be, wow, I don't know what you're talking about uh, no these guys know what you're talking about give them a call at 855-877-SOIL or go to buildasoil.com and uh, they're all super knowledgeable people, so they can definitely take care of you in any situation, big and small. What do you think about that um, essential oils of spraying for for bugs? Yeah, once yeah, for sure as a like, benefit, as a preventative. Yeah, like nice. I tried not uh, as a not. A, I tried like um, rosemary mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. yeah no, there's definitely they're definitely essential oils. The thing is, it's um, you got to be careful if you're making extracts. And you can't spray it late, and you know there's things like that. You want to just still treat it like it is, yeah. like you would with with other pet, like even though it's not really a pesticide, but you want to treat it like that, where you you, you use it early in flower, mm-hmm. you get the plants to kind of uh, get the get uh, used to it young and kind of preventatively, and not as a sort of cure in any way, shape, or form. Because yeah. once you start getting to the Oh, my plant's got bugs, and then I hit them with all these with all these oils, and the plants are already kind of hurting a little bit, and then now you're hitting them with oil, and they're kind of gumming them up, and you, they don't breathe so well, you know. So is is neem oil still the number one thing that most people use? Yes and no. I mean, it's like it's less people are using it. Who again, anybody who makes extracts is really sensitive to all that shit. Like they're like neem oil, fuck mm-hmm. that. I'd rather not have neem, and make my plants more resistant in other ways because the neem is is like 
comes out of the wash. You know what yeah. I mean? It's yeah, like you can it, totally taste it in extracts. It affects mm-hmm. the flavors yeah. really bad. So, it's, so those are the kind of things. It depends on the on the results of what you. And, and you know, again, if you can just treat them early and kind of get Keep them a healthy plan, get them conditioned enough that they're ahead of the game, then the bugs don't kind of catch up. Yeah. All right, Mister Wow Wallace only Wallace at Wow. I always forget the WallaceWow dot com. Yeah, but what is the actual W O W part? It's like it's the Wallace, Wallace Organic Wallace. Wonder. That's what it is. Fuck. Why do I always forget that? <laughs> he gets me on that because I'm just looking at the pictures, going like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, those pictures. Everybody, everybody knows that this guy is the master of growing large pumpkins and squash and tomatoes and pretty much anything he touches because he knows how to work his rhizosphere and that's what his products kind of focus on and you can get his stuff direct from him and you go to wow what is it uh wallacewow.com yeah wallacewow.com w-a-l-l-a-c-e gotta say it every time for me because my brain just goes bing giant giant tomato see how big this 10 pound tomatoes he grows i saw it yeah and 2,000 pound pumpkins and 2,000 pound squash yeah Guys, guys, guys off the hook, but uh, and out of Rhode Island, you know, it's like back to home, hometown guy, Rhode Islander. When he come off the plane, that was a funny thing. I got off the plane, they have a fucking sign of Ron in the airport as you come out. Like you have to go past it because it's oh, the only really? way to get out, you know. And it's like, did you know Rhode Island holds two world records? And it's him on the left with his pumpkin, and then his dad on the right with his pumpkin and his dad Dude, kicked awesome. his ass the year later it was kind of cool it's like how cool is that cool. it's like bam they're in the airport so it's good to see him represented properly and just like uh, you know it was like you know he's a known guy there because uh, world record pumpkin guys they're like whoa <laughs> no it's true they're, it, it's a whole crew and like I've uh, I've learned a lot from these guys their, their dedication is off the off the chain but it's also you know like it's all about the results, you know, and, and with us, it's not always about the biggest plant. We want the healthiest plant, but kind of all comes with the territory too. So if you get to just to get the most out of your plant, get in touch with him, Mr. Ron Wallace and, uh, tell him we, we sent you, I mean, I don't know if he doesn't really have any super specials right now, he said, but I think if you just tell him that we came from the show, there'll be some, some extra love thrown in there for you, hopefully. Um, and of course, Mr. Seeds here now. Number one seed distributor here in America, American Genetics, and uh, you know he's got best return policy. If you have a problem with anything, you just you send him, you know, give him a heads up, and he'll send you new ones. Um, and on top of that, he's got a auction site, which any of the auctions that are for charity, it all goes to the charity, so it's like a real deal. Um, it's not just skimming off the top. Yeah, you give you, 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 thanks for using your name. We we'll give you a little piece and disappear with the rest. No, these guys just give it all. Um, and by giving it all, they give you the best, and also it's direct from the breeders, as I know, because I'm one of them. So you, you get, even though it's you know coming through him, he, he deals with all the in-betweens. And when you're dealing with 30, 30 to 40 breeders, I know you're dealing with a whole bunch of different kind of crazy fuckers. So you just know that somebody who can deal with them and make them happy, which is the important part, makes the customers happy. Boom, best customer service you can ask for, really. Um, the gold standards of genetics, as they like to be called. Give them a shout uh-huh. at seedsherenow.com. And follow the, also seedsaholics.com if you want to check out the, uh, the auction site. And they're going to call in in a few minutes. Uh, like one more minute, I think Tim's going to call in. And uh, I think James is going to call in around 20 minutes into that. So, and then 
me and Matt will be chit-chatting along the way. I'm so, here. I'm ready. Right here, to ch- ready to chit and chat. Yes. Chat gang says uh, KTI looks stoned. He's super stoned. He's not even, he's not even responding. Uh, is, he's got zero pupil response. Is anyone response. here? Got, <laughs> is anyone not here? He's got no pupil response. He's kind of like... Nerd. Nope. Uh. Here, let's get him more stone so we can uh, compare notes. So, Matt, you were talking about... The, the, what was your favorite? What was your favorite cup? And I know what my favorite cup was. <clears throat> and uh, but what was your favorite cup for setup and delivery? Not that we did, not by results because by results were never the booth. We always fucking never won anything, right? Right. And we put and we went. We tried really hard every we, year. We were the only ones that tried. Like yeah. we would take it to the next level. But tell me, what was your favorite one? Well, first of all. Let's start it out. Adam is a genius. He, he's very creative. He's he, and he always was no. But when it comes to weed and delivery of stupid booths, I was I, I will take that he, as a fucking reality because it wasn't that I was a genius. It was just that I wanted to. I was like, wait a minute, you're gonna let me design a booth at a weed event and no one's gonna like try. Like, why would they not try? I mean, wouldn't you want to be like the? And it was like. When there wasn't as many rules, so it was like, yeah, I'm gonna have people smoking at my booth, and and that was the, I've actually thought about this before, and you know, the cup that we did, we had people smoking there, of course, but we were doing the event, so we weren't like sitting at a booth selling something to somebody. We yeah. had other people that were there selling stuff, but not many. We had like literally nine booths, I think, at the first cup that we did, right? So, and this was in Amsterdam in '93. Then the next year. It wasn't our event, so we actually had a booth. And I remember, like, pulling out the bong, making everybody smoke bubble gum, and then we won with bubble gum, right? And it was like, well, that was easy. You know, you just, like, because everyone else was just sitting there just not doing anything. And they were like, so we got to, like, give people a hit. And everyone was giving Every, people joints, yeah. but they were, like, pre-rolling them with tobacco and doing yeah. all the, making um, all the mistakes that you could always make. It was right. Like, we you know, the, the American guy gets down the way and he he's lights up the joint and he's fully expecting a, a pure joint and he gets all this tobacco and it's like a big that's, shock to the system. That's you it. Know? You're done. Your whole, you, you literally your like tri- a, Your trip is ruined. Yeah, it was you pretty much... You, <laughs> in a way, it would be though. If like, especially if you're like, I'm in line at the cup. Yeah. I'm about to smoke my first joint. And then you take the big rip and it's like tobacco. And oh. terrible. It's like, that's... And then I saw people do that every year. Oh. Anyway, so that year in 94, we were like giving people bong hits. And then everyone was looking at us like, what are they doing? It was like, what do you mean what are we doing? We're like, we're giving people our weed because that's how you fucking yeah. would yeah. Like yeah. let people experience it or whatever. And of course we won. And everybody was all like, no, that's what we should do, you know? And it was like, and this is like way before DNA was involved in things like that. This is in 94. So it was pretty much like all Dutch coffee shops and us as the American guys who totally get it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're like, this is what you do. It's Americans coming over here to experience Amsterdam. They, they want, want a, they want a hit. They want a they hit. Want a hit. They want a hit of something. They want else, a hit. Yeah. That's all they want. And so you just, you know, you have to, you have to take a cup, like take a half pound or depending on the size of the event, you know, usually it was like a couple ounces or a quarter pound or a pound, or, you know, whatever you needed to do, break that shit up and give it to people. And like, so people like Matt gave, Thousands of people, thousands and thousands of people bong hits because that's what you did. And there was no dabs. And it was just like, you know, that's what you did. You did. There was no, you know, I can't give people joints because that'd be like 
10 pounds of weed. So you'd have to figure out how to like, and that was my, that was what I was, my whole goal of the cup was, is how do I get as many people some hit of our shit so that they can at least get an idea of what our shit was. And I would clear out the bong so everybody could could get a fresh hit, you know, and so, you know, this was before hand sanitizer and stuff like that, so I'm sure, you know, you had to... Are you predating sanitizer? But it's also before the cup cough, right? No, that was what I was going to say, the cup cough. It was there. We probably developed it. That's when it came from. I think we came from us. We incubated it in those early years. It came from our bongs, 100%. I would definitely say we were the first to give everyone cup cough. And we had... And we did that every year. We gave bong hits. That was what we did. And and then, to, of course, to answer your question, you know, there was a lot of, I have a lot of favorites, but the, my most favorite one is when we had the best hash. You know, we were actually, there was one year when he did the trichome challenge, we were at the Milky Way, you know, it was before they had moved it. I, I really liked that place, the Milky Way, when we had it, it, it had that it set up there. When I, we were I in the hallway it. that one time? Yeah, when we were in the hallway. Yeah, but see, I'm thinking. But that, I think I, that was I, the I, best quality. Yeah, yeah but see, that wasn't what I was talking about. I was only talking booths. Okay. Well, Strictly booths. Well, what look, was, what we did the Empire State Building with scaffolding. That was the big. That was our biggest undertaking. Okay? That was a pretty that, good one. That was our biggest undertaking. How many stories was it? Four? That was a four-story tower. It was a totally illegal. It was indoors, the, and it was like, you can't go above three. And it was like, ah, fuck it. That call culminated in King Kong and what's her name on the at the top you know Misty Rain yeah well it ended up being full, but you know that the story it was the the blonde and then King Kong at the top I no, mean, we, had, we did the, we did the whole thing we had the monkey we had a and then and then out of nowhere we had the midget and that was what made it all go that's where it all went yeah. right because we had the one midget who fell in love with Misty who, who <laughs> loved her because he was totally into Misty Rain and then he just stayed at our booth the whole time. And I was like, dude, we got a fucking free midget at our are booth. You, like, killing we, it. Like, we are coming. you allowed to say the M word? Don't you have to call it like what? S- s- little, little people now oh, or something that. like that? Oh, okay. Well let, me, well, let me tell the story then. Because Adam always, Adam always wanted a midget to work with. Because yeah. uh, he said that that is the ideal uh, person for working with weed. Because A... It's, this is you're gonna and you're gonna love this. A, they want to grow, right? <laughs> Every midget wants to grow. <laughs> that was A. That was my that was one of my jokes back then. Yeah. Thanks for remembering that, man. And then and then he's, I would have forgotten. And that. then of course the small the, because they're small they can get yes, up sir. under the plants. That's you know, what where I know. You can, That's what I Where remember. you can go in to get into those crucial areas where we're always like bending over and trying to contort that was my whole to reasoning. get to stuff. They they'll just run down un, up underneath it and be right on top of it. You know. No, and now then, there's Nick. Of course, the smaller. Why, well, yeah, but Nick. <laughs> Excuse me. And his third thing was the smaller hands would be better for manicuring somehow, like pulling the little leaves off and stuff. I like think that. I'm right all around there. I think it's an all around, all around correct thing. Maybe yeah. not with the terminology of midgets anymore because it's it's a now such a fucking. Maybe I'll go down like wine, the Harvey Weinstein of the midget world. Where yeah. They'd be like, dude, you just fucked. You insulted you just... every one of us thirteen times in a row. We we're gonna sue you for everyone. I don't know. I'm sorry, guys. Sorry. It was just, it sounds way better when you're doing like entertainment. Yeah, well, it was. Entertainment, you can, like, when they had the toss thing and all that, they didn't go little people toss. You know, they had to, they had to, they had to just go hot and heavy and make it out sound exciting. But yeah, regardless, I was, I would have to say the, and then the train was really good too. Yes. The train came out really, except it was so dangerous. That was the most dangerous one. That was the one I was so scared. 
the entire cup that I was going to burn down the entire cup because when I ordered it, I thought I was ordering vinyl, right? And I ordered and it got there and it was in this one little small tube and I was like, can't be in there, you know what I mean? I knew it. It was on the day of, and it was like a Saturday, so you're never going to get it made. So I had printed these gigantic banners up of a train, okay. and I made the train out of banners, and it was coming out of the... Basically, again, like I, every year I took scaffolding. That was my thing. I was like, I'm going to use scaffolding for it, because I could take scaffolding and wrap it and turn it into turn anything. Turn it into anything. Anything you wanted. Like over here, I did. it's the first thing I did when I came to Colorado. I made a Mayflower ship out of scaffolding. And just covered it in banners. It cost a couple grand, but it's way better than just taking a tent in a normal booth. You know what I mean? You make it in taller, and then you hike. And we were, and actually, the funny part was we had I had my, uh, Chris Bliss, my friend, making candies under the booth in the place because <laughs> he's such a fucking typical guy that like would never be on time with shit. And he'd be like, "Oh yeah, I got all this stuff with me, but we didn't have time. We, we could do it at the place." So we're at the fucking actual trade show here. Like you know, convention center bullshit where you're no one allowed to do anything, mm-hmm. and we're underneath the in the banners, fucking making edibles. <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Well, we had a year where we did the uh, plasma bong. Do you remember the plasma? It okay, was so a, that was during the um, Empire State Building. Was that in the? Empire? And that was my favorite year. What's the plasma because bong? Because you were had the plasma bong. I thought, and you were so happy. Yes. Because that, and that came from our. Uh, that was amazing. I that mean, came from our friend from uh, Burlingham. Yeah. Burlingham uh, 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 God damn it! I don't remember. <laughs> anyway, it was a bomb, and the the lightning went all the way up the side. You know, it had like a, uh, you know, and when you touched it, it got more intense. You know, the more uh, would show up. It was it was gas plasma stuff. Yeah, yes. plasma. Yeah. Yeah. It's a plasma bong. And it was, but it was made into a, a tube, hook, and a you could like smoke a, out of it. And like yeah. we had it so it was real relaxed, and you could go and play with it. Because basically, yeah. it was smoke me on the inside tube, and on the outside tube was a plasma, so they were separate from each other. Oh, okay. And so, it, but you could touch the plasma, and it, so the smoke wouldn't go through the plasma. Right, right, right. Yeah. But yeah. it looked like it because it'd be in the inside tube. That's way cool. But it was super dope, and and it was like I remember looking in the, the bottom of the Empire State Building, and Matt was under there. And he was so happy. He was like the half, one of the one of the few happy. Like he's, I've seen probably Matt like at least three or four times. Happiest guy in the world <laughs> mode, you know, because like he's literally like just it's all there. He had everything he could see. It was all within reach. That was the most important part yeah. for Matt. For Matt, as long as everything's in reach, well, kind of like what I got right here going on. Yeah. But that's like yeah, he has to have yeah, because it was like a little office, you know. I didn't have to worry about you know because we were always and. And he could get everybody like stoked on the whole plasma deal, and it was like, oh yeah, well that was exciting. People were coming. I mean, they it didn't stop. They were coming by for bong hits like constantly. It was like the it didn't slow down. It didn't stop. It was like full on until the end of the cup. And you know, there was some years there was. I remember one year we featured. We were talking about Soap Man before the show started, but. Mm Uh, we featured him in one of the booths one year. We just let him come up there and cut cut soap, you know. And then also, I was there with the um, he bong. Was, he and came then that we, first year here with the Mayflower too. Did like, he? It was he like was, it was literally okay. synchronicity. Like where I looked over from my scaffolding built uh, another scaffolding built cup accomplishment, thing. Yeah. and then I look over and there's Soap Man at the corner, and he's literally like holding court with twenty people. Because he's a Mr. Entertainer while he's doing, he's got yeah. his lab coat he's on, good. and he's, he's good. He's cutting it up in front of people, explaining it, and uh, he's pretty funny. So yeah. it was like one of those deals where, 
it was, it was, it was like, wow, that definitely brought Amsterdam over here right out of the gate. You know what I mean? This is like the, the first year of 2007, yeah. I guess it was. And, uh, yeah, so it was kind of a, he, it's definitely not much changes. Let me put it that way. You know, yeah. you can get, you can do the same thing. Uh, but back in the day, we can get away with a lot more, which is fun. And actually, it was also fun the, the year of the train because that was the year, which is online still. You can find the video of uh, Terry breaking the giant, the world's largest bomb. Oh yeah, at that time that we built. Oh, I, I saw that video. That is that is good. Yeah, it's classic. Yeah, where it all goes wrong there. Of course. There. So, yeah. so we have that year. That was fun. But also because <laughs> we won with the best glass, and it was like, oh really? That was the yeah. Where it is. And, and, you know, Adam came to me uh, one day, you know, and he said, I want to make a leaf blower bong. You know, <laughs> I want to make a leaf blower bong. And I was like, okay. And, and I made, did I make it happen or did I make it happen? Yeah, exactly. and, and honestly, he was like, you know, he had this guy that made glass that was going to make this uh, thing. And basically what it turned out looking like was like a, a light fixture, you know, like a globe that would go around a, a light bulb, you know, on a, on a, on a front porch or something like that. <clears throat> but what I did was, you know, of course I had to make a, a, a receptacle thing that was fireproof, so we we had to fix that first. But the I went and hired an actual pottery, you know, person that worked with pottery and made these chimney-looking things. That yeah, it, was like, it, was like, it was like a little 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 yeah. bit of angle at the bottom. Yeah, tapered, tapered with a built-in screen at the bottom. Yeah, was, with, they were dope. Yeah, and they and those things worked. But uh, the other thing failed, and, mm-hmm. and those things worked. And that's the one, and that's online yeah. too. That 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 particular one is online as um, Snoop Dogg. Uh, that Snoop Dogg backstage test, right? Okay. THC. Yeah. So you yeah. got ba- Snoop Dogg backstage test THCs, and then there's that leaf blower mm-hmm. in action. There's a couple different versions of the leaf blower, but I'm talking about like the original yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's it. I mean, that's that's that one. But that was when we had a gimbal too. We had actually gimbaled it. At that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then we like went, a, yeah. we went up, we upgraded it even further. Yeah, that's he, he said. I got to have a gimbal. You know, it was like uh, just when we thought we had it all done, it was like he goes, "No, this has got to have a gimbal." And so we had to figure. We had to figure it, that it out. It worked way better then because at first it was stagnant. It was just like in a box. That, so the first one is the is actually the. Probably the people that were at that cup that were in the room at the milk bag to them that was the highlight of their fucking entire trip to the point where they'll still talk about it to this day. Some of them started their career based on that moment in time. Like they've had already a couple people who I know 100% like that was their fucking moment where they were like, anything can happen, bro. That guy just blew up all his weed. Like they, were, like they told me later, like they were in the room, saw it go down, couldn't believe it. Because it was like you know unprecedented in their minds or something. And all it was is you know literally me dumping a bunch of weed into a leaf blower that Matt had fucking converted, but with a fucking that was before that was the first glass piece. That yes. was the janky glass piece. Yes. So it wasn't the same. Then later is the upgrade. With you the, got uh, you got it. Yeah, it was better on the on the next. So you can time. you can see the complete evolution. And the first one was so janky that while it was going down. I thought I was going to burn down the milk. So basically, I, I thought I was going to burn down like all the clubs I was ever been at because my shit was always so like borderline ridiculous. Because as it got towards the, it was okay at first, but as it got towards the bottom, it started blowing out sparks. Yeah. So now the new one that I have here is is the converted um, backup system from the boys over there that made you know, the Dutch yeah. guy. Like, oh, yeah. We made a backup system, <laughs> and it was like, yeah, whatever. It makes a back, makes a great leaf blower. 
I don't know about backup systems, but it's a battery-powered thing that runs a lot of air through it, so it's perfect. So I've converted that now into the new leaf blower, which makes it look more pro. And then the top part that goes into it is we got water, which stops the fucking like, this. Part. Oh, it keeps that from yeah, yeah because that was the biggest perfect. problem. That was the biggest perfect. problem. So I had a guy named Worm over here uh, put that together for me when I first came. Yeah. It's like about that big around, drops down into two, boom, 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 it's perfect. Uh, gets crazy amount of resin. It comes, I mean, at the end when you're done, yeah. you're just like, holy, I take it to the car wash and fucking blast it out. Um, so I was going to tell another story. You know, Adam, a lot of people knew him from over in Amsterdam for his car. I don't, y'all may not know this, but Adam used to drive a Vespa car, which was, is called the Ape, uh, is the model number, but it had one front wheel and two back wheels. And so there's several, there's a couple different versions of it. There's, there's the two wheel, what he had was the two man version where it had a bench seat where you could sit two people in it. But they also make a single. And so what happened was I was working for a mutual friend of ours, and he had this what was basically like a motorcycle with a, a bed on the front of it, and people moved stuff around the city, and, you know, I learned to drive that thing. And then he got one of the little ones with the single seat. And one day Adam had to go somewhere, and I said, come on, I'll, I'll give you a ride in the, the, little, the little Vespa car. And so we were able, even though it was only supposed to be a single person, we got two of us squeezed in there, and we were driving, and I was, all of a sudden, I was up on the tram tracks getting around something, and I was back down on the road, and then one minute, I'm over on the uh, bicycle path, and, you know, I could see, I look over, and I could see Adam, and he was kind of, he was, he was liking it for a second, and then when we got to where we were going, and we got out of the car, you know, I could see the wheels turning, you know, and after that, he goes, I have to, you know, I have to have one of those. And and he got his first one right after that. And then he ended up getting this other one that he cu- totally customized. He cut the wall out of it. So it was like a big, you know, at first actually, it no, was. No, actually, no, the thing that happened was I had. Uh, first I bought, well, like a lemon, you know? <laughs> so, like, I bought one, and I was all stoked. You know, yeah, I got one, finally. And I was like, wow, oh, broke down, broke down, broke down. Like, fuck, kept breaking down. Looked okay, but it was, like, kind of hand-rolled with fucking blue paint and shit, so it was kind of a piece of shit in the long run. Um, and that one had, like, the back was closed, and the front you were in the front, and then you had the back. You didn't have it open like that. Then I had this, uh, so then at one point I had this guy working on my car, and he, and he was, like, he had one leg. And he was fucking, like, uh, drove a Vespa that was fucking badass, like a black fucking matte black one that he had put already put a bar on the front and fucking cut out the back and all, this, all these little features. And I was like, like, he had already worked on my thing and already paid him. He was coming in undercutting the guys who were at the plate because when I was at the one place, I was getting reamed, right? I was going in there, and every time it was costing me, like, 900 bucks to get the thing fixed. I'd be like, fuck, 900 bucks. Everyone else would be like, dude, you could have bought like whatever this, a car or whatever. And I'd be like, ah, no, I got to fix this fucking thing. So I put like at least 10,000 probably guilders or euros or who knows what, probably like 20,000 guilders or 10,000 euros into this vehicle over the course of seven years or something like that that I was driving around in or whatever. But it was like, I had to keep it going. You know what I mean? It was like having a fucking gigantic Vespa that you have to keep going at all times and it's like, but whatever. It was a, I loved it. But the thing is that that guy worked on my car, and at a certain point I was like, fuck, I'll just buy your thing. How much are going to get? And I, so I bought the mechanic's car, yeah. and then I was set, dude. All of a sudden my yeah. shit was faster, better. You know, it was like, I was like, no wonder. Like, this guy's got it all pegged. You know, he had it all figured out, so that was like having the best one ever. And then I put, like, I put stupid as shit into that car. Dude. I, you know, oh, we hauled, we hauled so much weed in that car. And, and trust, 
soil equipment. I mean, run after run after run after run. So stuff. so much. Oh, workhorse. Yes. I mean, right. ridiculous. I used to go to Yair's place out in fucking uh, Raip, basically, yeah. which is like forty-five minute, hour-long drive through the country of you know Holland, like past fucking little sheep and things and empty fields and whatever, and down little bike paths and crazy little towns, and you know cutting through things and just like just to go. Mostly because it was fun, you know what I mean? The combination was, ah, fun, whatever. I'll spend a couple hours to go to the grocery shop. Don't go to a local local shitty one. Go to this, see this guy, Yair, because this guy here would work with Big Dummy. And they were, and so he understood the whole American side of it. Like, he, he didn't, it's funny, he didn't really smoke pure weed, but he liked that whole, from the grower's point of view, he liked that. He liked the way Americans grew weed. Like, even though Dutch guys, would just buy the cheapest of the cheap and they give me the cheap, you know what I mean? And he was like, no, it's not about the cheap. It's like, you know, the best, you know, the best, I want the best, the best of the best. And so it was like, I drive all the way out there and then all the guys that worked for him, they were, a lot of them were real stoners. Like, like mm. in Holland, it was maybe 1% of 1% of people there are real stoners, you know what I mean? Like yeah. there's not even that many stoners to begin with and then all of a sudden you got of those people called stoners and people who smoke weed only a very small percentage of them even like smoke pure yeah. weed or would smoke a pipe or carry a bong with them or something like that. It was like a few. We feel well, it. but the to wrap it up, the the appeal of the car was oh, yeah, that car. it was four twenty, bro. Whoa, four twenty one. Is is it was a uh, considered a motor uh, like a scooter, so you could drive it onto the bike paths if you needed to, and you could park it on the sidewalk, so. You didn't, cool. have, you didn't have to conform to any parking regulations or anything well, that like was, that. That was the whole, I mean, that was my main thing. I was, main, an, I was yeah. a pissed off guy. I lived there for, you know, 15 years, you know, whatever, at that point, 12, 14, whatever years. But the thing is, I'd lived there a long time. I fucking paid so much for my cars over the years that it was just ridiculous. I'd be like, oh, my God. And I never used them hardly, and I'd park them and spend a bunch of money for nothing and get tickets and towed all the time and just, like, to the point of ridiculousness. And they were like... They were fucking hardcore over there. They they drove around like that's how they made their money. This would be Tim Blake probably, or this might be uh, Tim. Yo yo yo! Is this uh, Mr. Tim Blake or is this Mr. Bean? Mr. Bean, James Bean, Alan Bean. Yeah, I didn't get from Mr. Tim Blake yet, so I wonder what's going on. Did you, you, you give him the right number? Or uh, you shied, you shied him off? Yes, I did. Uh, he's no, no, no. He's um, on the road. So as you all, as you can imagine, we're all extremely busy and nuts a little bit right now. So he mm-hmm. is uh, on the road, currently driving through, um, and on the phone call with one of his uh, um, uh, others, shall we say. So, I got um, you. But, um, but he's going to give us a call in about ten minutes, ten fifteen minutes. I told him, I told him not to crunch my style. I said, hey, you know, four twenty is my time. Yeah. So like. That's 435 cool. if you could do that that'd be cool you know that's cool perfect okay. I figured <laughs> I figured you might have had it under control in that way shape or form so uh, my bad yeah but that's what I've been on the phone with as we talking about TV so but yeah they're all getting ready it's looking uh, the tickets as far as the Emerald Cup as far as the uh, the cup date goes yeah they're gone they're uh, sold out look, look, looks like yeah they're, well, they're close to being sold out um, they're selling a lot last, a lot faster than they were last year uh-huh. as far as the single day tickets go and uh, it's definitely going to be a huge turnout. Um, probably, uh, most likely, bigger than last year. We have they've they've reserved a bit more uh, area this uh-huh. year, so they can have a few more people. Uh-huh. But um, 
it's still going to be uh, just an atrocious amount of people. And like you said, it's going to be, you know, kind of like a half and half. It's going to be senior friends that made it through the fire and people who didn't make it through the fire and yeah. seeing old people. And, you know, if it wasn't just kind of like, like a big old reunion in the past, it's definitely going to be that way now. So, No, it sounds like 100%. And then uh, did you get your RV situation figured out? <laughs> are you, are you going to be able to do that? Uh, or is that, is, that, is that not happening? Not sure yet. I'm still, I'm still trying. They don't even... Uh, doesn't matter how much how big a sponsor you are. It doesn't uh, throw guns in play. I was like, put me back by the goats. I don't care. Let me just somewhere. <laughs> exactly. Seems like it should be able to park up somewhere. Like, uh, like, like. In yeah, the- I was like, I was, I was like, if you're gonna pay these artists X amount of dollars and they get parking, then I'm gonna pay you. And shouldn't I get parking? Like, doesn't that? Should should parlay? I, I think I I see the logic. I see the logic, but uh, you know how it goes. Right. As, as, you know as, how as it a goes. premier sponsor, as much money as we're as we're forking out, you know, mm-hmm. you think that they have. That's why I'll probably end up playing that card. Like, look, I gotta have an on-site space to process all this stuff. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Like, you know, just like your your brain. You need a place for your brain to be able to just sort of like go meditate for a second and take a dump. Take a dump. You want? I want to pay. I will pay anything. I will pay you anything. Just let me let me have yeah. my spot, my my freedom. Well, well if not, I mean, I, I'll just hide them. Like on Thursday when we do the load in, mm-hmm. I'll just hide it back by the horse browse. Right. Yeah. So, um, how's how, so? What are you doing now in December first? You got like some crazy new sales going down. It's it's, it's like the first Friday here. It's December first. First Friday, December first. Um, actually, what we've done is we went ahead and extended all of our November deals. So. Our November deals were crazy enough as it was. Black Friday, we took and went. Uh, we took twenty percent off everything on top of those prices. Mm-hmm. So there were some packs flying out of there for thirty-two bucks, for twenty-eight bucks. Um, the red packs. I think we had some top dog strains on there for fifty-eight bucks. After both of the double end, you know, just kind of just moving gear, um, and, and giving back as Black Friday. So you know, giving back, but. Uh, um, we are actually going to be tonight at midnight shutting down. For uh, doing doing the doing the hard 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 shut until Sunday morning, and then we will be uh, at, back Sunday morning relaunching the all new Future Now website. The so all it's been new. Six months in the making. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, six six months we've been working on it. since well, since the last shutdown. That when when the site shuts down, it takes orders, and and if 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 I have like so for instance last last year when Canarado dropped. We had 250 people in the, in the, in the, on the website just looking around waiting for the drop and for waiting for five packs of seeds. And so, and everybody who goes through there, the first ones to buy them, get them in their cart. By the time they check out, if they didn't check out quick enough, mm-hmm. then it gets, it gets pulled out of their cart. Uh, so you're getting that so all they thought they had it. You're going to get that all. So now we've got a countdown timer. So once it's in your cart, it's in your cart for 15 minutes. You've got 15 minutes to then check out. Um, but that way, you if you got it, you got it. So then, mm. you know, there's not going to be any more. It disappeared, and you have that kind of stuff. Um, it's also going to be a lot faster. Have more insight. Uh, have a lot more pictures. Um, it's just uh, it's, it's it's a cooler site. It's it's not going to crash any longer. Um, that's kind of annoying. Uh, makes for a good story in the end. When the site crashed, but I got that last pack. But uh, you know that it's, it's annoying on our end because that's, you know, there's nothing I hate worse than calling somebody and saying, hey. I know I got your order for this, but I, I'm oversold on it. So um, yeah, well, then we just have to go back to the breeders and be like, "Hey, please, please, tell me one more oil spill. I oversold on oil spill." Right. Well, hopefully that yeah. all that all yeah. gets cleared up with the yeah. new with the new launch, and yeah. then uh, and yeah. then and then, and then, then I'll do like a streaming ticker. 
along the bottom as well. They'll tell you about all the updates and what we're doing. Um, we'll have like a photos of like all the booths that we've been at. So stuff that me and you have done together. Um, the shows. Um, we'll also have a link to uh, friends of friends of, of, of in the field, um, and of course all your videos we posted there. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also working on, and it's going to be a feature that la- added later. But <laughs> well, most of my breeders, thankfully, have been on your show, and your show is listened to by um, Chat Gang, Shot Chat Gang, uh, but through some very educated and influential people, and can call bullshit on a story very quickly. And mm-hmm. I like that. Right. And so we're going to have um, all of your interviews and your interview my my breeders on their separate web pages. That way, you know, they can see a little bit about the breeder. You can hear about them, how they talk about their mm-hmm. what they do, how they do, and why they do it. So I think that'll be really really cool as well. Um, speak, and then we'll have uh, your stuff integrated. Good. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, um, also I uh, did that podcast uh, interview that should be coming up real soon. Thank you, James, for nice. putting that together. Uh, that was that was that was your doing. Yeah. See, when he's when he's no, not no, when he's no not problem. doing seeds here now, he's he's managing. He's sort of sub managing his his uh, readers out there. It's, it's uh, well, of course. I mean, you guys, you, you got you, you guys are the rock stars. I'm just the guy. I'm just the asshole for telling the seeds. You know what I mean? I mean, you guys do all the hard work, and um, I'm just pushing pushing the brand and keeping you guys. No, but that was a good. No, I mean it was good. It was good to get interviewed because it's one of those funny things. Wait, I was like, oh, this will be easy, and then I ended up. I go like, yeah, I can do like maybe an hour, and then I think we did, I don't know, like two hours plus, and like he never once stopped. He just kept it rolling. You know what I mean? Like, okay, and we kept going with it. And I was actually doing an event, sort of, and then I was sitting in my car the whole time, and then people kept coming to the car and like. What are you doing? <laughs> I was like, so trying to like kind of sitting there rolling joint after joint. I had to just keep it moving without <laughs> closed door. No. Anyway, it was. Uh, no, it came out really good. I, I, I think. Uh, who knows? It was one of those like nice. Yeah. So 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 that is George, um, who runs the who runs the podcast, um, SoundCloud, the podcast. Um, really nice guy. I was on his show um, about two months ago. Uh, of course, I, I, I had offered um, any of my breeders, and of course, you, you, you yourself, he jumped at the opportunity. He was like, man, if I could get that guy. He's like, in other words, he slutted us out, like, and I jumped like, like, I jumped like, like, like a, a, watched him. I'm the first one, like, of course. Nobody, it's like, you know, one of those things, if you're doing a podcast. Um, he coined the, the the pod father to me, so I was like, oh my God, now I'm the pod father. Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, the true, the, the true pod father himself. Nice. I was like, oh, the pod nice. father, huh. And what did CNN call you? The 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 kingpin. The kingpin of uh, of hemp, yeah. So I'm getting all so, those. So AKA Podfather, it, AKA Kingpin it, of hemp. Yeah, it's the fedora. AKA when AKA when I have the fedora and the, and the beard, it's 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 on at that point. So, <laughs> um, well, good. We're uh, we're looking forward to it. Uh, I think there's going to be some change of events as far as like anybody who's uh, coming who's who's coming for Adzi. We have been trying our hardest to put it together, but it's at the same time, like, gets more and more difficult because of the whole situation in Santa Rosa and the situation's uh, kind of everywhere, it seems like, a combination of everywhere. But definitely for Santa Rosa, it's hard because I can't even find one location that's within an hour away that, that's worth, that's big enough that, that I know that... Because the thing is, that the minute you take a, a really nice air, uh, air, an issue. Airbnb, you're not going to, like, go there and not tell them and then have 100 people come over there and smoke weed and do an, an event. You really got to, like, kind of... Lay it on the line. You're in NorCal, you know what I mean. So, we've been, I, don't know, I don't know unless you're asked like three years ago. We did it. We did. No, I was gonna say we did it. And now look, you can't even you can't even get Airbnb, right? I mean, you're done because we 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 we, 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 we roasted a pig, 
at this guy at this house uh, and had a whole edible in my show and everything he did, did everything and like when you know, it was like Frenchy you know, Canoli lost the fucking the there, was kids, ball there was kids toys the there was kids toys everywhere and like like, little, like it was one of those weird like oh I don't wow. what, what, everyone who came there was like this is your house it was like yeah dude I had to buy her a new oven man she made, and, me, she made us buy her a new oven yeah it was a it they was were a, total cooks too they had shit like every old classic French cooking book yeah. yeah, yeah, they didn't appreciate. Shout that. out to the house, that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't really appreciate. It. Anyway, so yeah, we're having an extra hard time. So we're, we've decided uh, instead of like fighting like salmon up the stream and uh, having a, a stressed out, difficult show, we, we would uh, go for the real the, what we the normal date that we would do, which would be four twenty. And we have actually a great location now. We have multiple great locations because um, depending on the size of the event, because it's a uh, as usual, the day you the day you uh, you know you struggle the hardest, then it all comes like becomes crystal clear. So I was like, okay, uh, let's do it 420 here, back in Denver where it belongs. Uh, even though I'd love to do it in California, it just gets real weird because they're just about to go into regs. We're trying to like not go there to cause waves, and at the same time we're, we're at someone else's event. So it's kind of like for me, I'd rather do it in my own space. Yeah. And then that's where where we got kind of like, all oh, right, this is not going to work. Like it's going to be a too too much of a clusterfuck if we try to do it there. It's going to be no one's going to want to drive an hour away, even us. Like we're like we don't want to drive an hour away. So who the hell? Well, that who? that and 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 and, and the, the Emerald Cup itself, people don't realize, but it's 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 a good twelve to fourteen hours of straight standing for the vendors. Yeah, like we get there at, at at like seven and set up, and then open the gates at nine, yeah. and you're there until nine p.m. or eleven p.m. depending on the, on the if you're inside or outside. But, but, but last year we were there until eleven at night. Like but, we, but we do want to emphasize one thing: brutal. is that by no means will your work this year go unnoticed, because we will definitely take uh, samples <laughs> ahead of the game. Samples, it's lots of samples. No, anyway, if you guys want to stop, if you guys are planning on coming to Adzine, you already had something that you were wanted to enter. Feel, you know, come by the booth. We'll get some photos, and we'll, we'll like you know. Well, obviously, we want to try it, but at the same time, we want to get some photos and uh, possibly you know, sign yeah. you up, sign you up, and everybody we sign up. Because we're only going to have fifty-two entries. So if if you guys want to sign up now, we got five months till it's actually happening. It gives everybody got time to do a crop, time to cure it if they want to cure it, time to process it if they want to process it, time to you know everything that we need. Because usually, uh, you know, you either got too long of a time, you got a year, and then you just don't fucking time your timing right or they're like yeah you got to do it in two months and you're like that's like i can't do things like that you know it's just like yeah, there's a time frame like shit's got to be thought out so and or you just have to have the be lucky and have it at the right time so uh we're gonna say 420 here in denver not say 420 the date maybe it might be one day before one day whatever but right around that date you know uh and we'll start signing people up at the animal cup and Taking as many fucking samples as they want. <laughs> if you want any samples, we'll do it. Up to two and a, up, up to two and a half. Ounces. Like I don't want to take more than two and a half ounces. I don't want to take more than two and a half ounces. But if you have two and a half ounces and you just feel like giving it to me, um, because on top of that, not only does, does it complicated for us over there, my life's complicated over here. Anybody who knows me really, really well probably knows that I had my issues. Uh, it wasn't about fires. Um, it was about fucking. Smokey the Bear, you can say you're fucking <laughs> like you know, we didn't start the fire, we just grew the fire, and uh, we got fucking uh, uh, unmanned vehicles flying over our shit and fucking taking photos, and now we got to go to court and fucking we they you know lost all our lost all that so all that fucking real fire work that we 
chainsaws were, were required, so we know we did a good yeah. job. And people talked about it in the town for the next 24 hours, 48 hours, nothing but that, because they left it in horse trailers outside the courthouse and fucking reeked out the whole zone. So, <laughs> so, we, so, so there's a couple of little you know, things that came out of it which were funny, but you know, yeah, never, it's probably. never fun to lose your shit. So I lost all my shit just while just right around the same time as the fires were all going down. So I was feeling it for everybody yeah. <laughs> at the same time. I was like, damn, that's even worse. You know, like worse to lose it by fire, of course. But I felt it from the other, uh, from the bottom of my and, heart. And, not, the and, of my and, heart. And, and not a fortunate thing or an unfortunate thing, but all the fire people, um, majority of them thankfully had, had insurance. Mm-hmm. And yourself and myself, we don't have insurance for the mm-hmm. business that we do. So no, no. Um, and this one for me you was lost a, this, all your shit. You know, nobody's paying you back. You're not getting all that money back. You're no, and and, and it was a lot of stuff. There was a lot of like testers and things that were. I mean, luckily near the end, and I can actually like testify to a point. You know what I mean? But I can never get to the full, like, oh, you know, I got so close on a lot of things, and it was a. Uh, you know, classic where they, they wait until you do all the work and then they come and fucking... What we say in Holland is that we, you're plucked like a chicken, right? You were, they came in, they pluck you, you've been plucked, you plucky pluck. <laughs> so when you get plucked like a chicken, you fucking are like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, you're just sitting there and, they you know, here... And the crazy part is I didn't lose any, I didn't lose any infrastructure and... Uh, at the same time, they kicked me in the nuts on the way out because Colorado's about to enact a 12 plant limit on the whole fucking property. So I'm like, I'm going from a, you know, a 200 plant sort of operation to a 12 plant operation, and that's a, it's a little bit of a head scratcher. So now I got to like, you know, change gears like a lot of people and uh, think of other avenues and. You know, it, it legitifies. I mean, there's other things that I'm doing that are the same, but this is just my own personal side of the world, which was like, oh, okay, so now you just kick me in the nuts on the way out, like you do, and uh, you know, now we have to fight and bounce back. But you know, you've told you told me one time in the past, you said that if if somebody ever did that to you, that you would plant the plant and then weave it back down into the ground as it was growing, and until you filled up whatever bed or whatever you were using. So even though it looked like you might have 20 or 40-something plant sites, you mm-hmm. just had one plant. Yeah, we did that at the, um, at the up, uh, downstairs at the shop, remember, when yeah. the guy came down. He said, yeah. you have 11 plants. And I was like, it's one plant. And he's like, <laughs> it's 11. And I'm like, it's just topped and scrogged out. You know what I mean? I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And they had to go around because I had it so you couldn't see it because you had to like, look down in a window. And so they had to go behind my walls where I had this little like secret cubby thing that I had built. That could hold just like a single light and a single and like a big plant in a twenty gallon, and they fucking crawled all the way back there and then looked and it was like they had to go count it and I was like it's one you know it's fucking one and they're like it is one like oh okay okay well you shouldn't have it anyway because the neighbors are complaining and it was just a bunch of bullshit but yeah can can we just acknowledge that that basement down there basically what they did was they built a box in a box right. So they, instead of actually fixing the, the thing up like it was, they just went in a little bit on each side and built out of this thin, thin wood and little bitty tiny, there's no studs or any, there's no two by fours or anything like that. It's this little bitty tiny pieces of wood that you would never imagine that they would build that out of and and basically built a little box inside there. And so if we wanted to store anything or he wanted to, <clears throat> make his little thing behind the, the wall like you you had to literally squeeze 
back through the wall, you know, behind the wall and the actual concrete wall, which was the building, you know. I mean, I'm like, if you're going to make the basement, just open it up, you know. Don't, don't. It was, it. it was your classic Dutch place, you know what yeah. I mean? We had floods. We had floods at our spot, fucking yes. backed up sewage lines. Sewer, yeah, the sewer <laughs> pipe for the whole building ran right down by, in between the wall and the wall, like I was talking about, and, and it broke a couple times. And they would like not even, like, comp- we never got a compensation of one sort. We never no. got nothing. No. Sorry, James, to give you all these details. Yeah. You know, you're like, sorry, you're like, sorry, James. <laughs> he's like, oh, my God. No, I've, 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 sewer I've, I didn't know about the other one. I've obviously known about, known about your situation since the night it happened. But yeah. um, I didn't know about you know, the other details and whatnot. But it's just it's, oh, uh, it's always shitty, and especially in your situation where it wasn't, it wasn't like you had a million or you were like so many, so many over. No, the like, count, it was because I counted, the, I just sprouted just a bunch of seedlings. I, I had like 85 seedlings that were all about less than a foot tall, and they were like counted those. And I was like, what? Like those are nothing. But how are you supposed to? How are you supposed to run numbers and breed if you have like feelings going? You know. And they were sexing. All I, I had them in the room. Had a, I literally had a one plant, just like you're talking about. I had a hundred gallon pot, one plant. Boom. That was the one plant in that room. But then in that room, I had two trays that each had like a whole bunch of them in four by fours that were tall but small. You know what I mean? And it was like, and then it was like, what? So they counted those. And I was like, really? They counted little tiny little fucking clone things that are just tall. That I'm actually sexing and whatever, so I was like, ah. so it was pretty petty. So now I'm in trouble. Petty. So I'm in trouble. So mom, so mom made me in trouble for doing the seedlings, of course. But uh, at the same time, I told, I, I, you know, to explain to her because when that's done, we're gonna need the thing, and I need to check the thing. And I was like, oh, anyway. I'm sure I'm preaching to the choir because anybody out there that understands when we talked about that show, we talked about all aspects of losing everything because when you lose everything, there's a certain moment. It's just like you just know that if this is what you do, if you grow weed, if that's what your thing is, if you're a breeder, then even when you lose whatever you're doing at that moment in time, um, you're usually surrounded by people who either have material that you did and or stuff that you started with already, cornerstone material. And I luckily ended up with a couple decent things, you know what I mean? It was like almost like eh, I could. I've, I've started. You know, I've had worse, you know. And I, mean? I made a few phone calls. I knew I had a few things backed up, and at the same time, I kind of took it as an opportunity because I was launching Sage Master Select, which was based on doing collaborations with other breeders. So I'm going to take this uh, Emerald Cup opportunity to. I already did started something with Bodie, which then, of course, all the work that I had gotten to a certain point, like I, that, I wanted to launch at this cup. I'm not going to do it because I only got to this third of the way through and I, I was going to be two thirds of the way through and I was going to feel a lot more comfortable launching it uh, at this point because the whole point of the idea of this thing was I wanted to get handed off at the two third mark so, so other people could do work with it, you know, and be like, okay, I'm two thirds of the way through, you can take it the way, rest of the way and now you can work. And, but now if you just do one step, it's sort of like, well, anybody could do that. So, so now I'm just going to launch a few. That's respectable. Yeah, and I'm just going to launch the three top ones that I just keep getting the best feedback on from everybody and let everybody try that, and then the rest we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll put out later. And then I'm going to give a bunch to Bodhi to kind of work with because I got a shitload of stuff that I did, and I wasn't really, like, wasn't that I wasn't even happy. I was just kind of like there was too much common threads going on and everywhere, so I was like, all right, this is not interestingly enough. You know what I mean? I needed to take it further, so that's the idea on the on the Everybody Loves Bodie line, and, I, and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to use this opportunity to see where he's at and get, let it, give him a bunch more things to play with and hopefully come back with something that's uh, interesting for everybody. Because I gave some to Geek Farms, and they had the exact same feeling on 
one of the strains. So I was like, all right, that one's done. You know, it's like, it's not interesting. It's, it's awesome. He farms really good, really good people. Who says knock it out of the park? Yeah, and he said exactly what I thought, which was grows great, uh, uh, grows great, and it fucking, uh, the terps were medium, let's say, and uh, it produced beautiful looking material that tasted great. But, you know, of course, everyone's looking for the number, like the, the, the one end or the other of the thing. So it's kind of like, you know, a middle of the, it needs some work, let's say. But, uh, and then that automatically made me put that one to the side. I was like, all right, well, that one's not going out. You know, that one will stay to the side. Then, the, then I'm trying to remember who it was, but somebody else said, I had like two or three people with the same results. And I was like, all right, well, we already know that that Afghan Kush cross JCP is, is on fire. You know what I mean? So then, and that, of course, that was the one with the least amount of seeds. So I was like, all right, this is all making sense now. Yeah. <laughs> so the thing that I have the least amount of seeds is actually guaranteed 100%. And then I have the ones that are like, you know, I have a bit more of each. And, the, and like I say, it goes right literally in line of what it is. Um, but, uh, and then that banner that I have is really good. And the kosher that I have is really good. So, um, which are all JCP crosses, so, by the way. So if you look for us at the show, you'll see. But I'll have all those available. Um, and I'll have a bunch of other. I believe we are in booth, booth number one and two as far as uh, Sage Master stuff. As far as. Uh, Inside sales, yours. Um, you 22 of my brands will be there. Uh-huh. And then, uh, and then we'll have the other uh, twenty brands in 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 our in, in, the, in our private booth because I, you know, I I have a deal with all you guys. I won't sell your seeds at your own show. If you take money out of your pocket and you're gonna go to a show, I'm not gonna sell seeds against you. You know what I mean? And so all the all the brands that are there, we won't have at my booth. I will direct you to, to to what you need, but I will have the brands that aren't there. So we'll have Obsolete's new drop, his his new Shocker line. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been getting a lot of heat. Uh, we'll have Relentless's new Cherry Burst line. Um, Relentless, Relentless probably has. I'm gonna probably have to give Relentless Strain of the Year this year for that for that Elmer's Glue. Um, that thing is fired. I keep hearing so many people come back to me on it, just saying positive. I, I knew things, Roberto's so. going to sneak um, out, so he's going to be walking behind me right now. This is Roberto. <laughs> Say bye, Roberto. There you go. See, bam. There. Uh, anyway, we'll have him on the show. We're in his building, so we he, he can't hide forever. But I knew he was going to be. He's he Roberto. Roberto's List, he's uh, one of the uh, guys out here who was, like, doing wholesale of uh, – he has a wholesale list for dispensaries and growers who work under dispensary license here. So he basically links up people, uh, makes his cut. He's one of those smart guys out there. doesn't touch nothing, just tells people where it's at, you know. And his Roberto, So he did, like, yeah. Angie, Angie's List of Weed, but for legal weed here. So uh, well, like I, I said, I do like the new studio. That, 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 that street behind me is pretty cool. It is, right? Well, this is actually the, 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 the sister studio to the one we have. Ours is on the other end of the building, but we have the same sort of road behind us. So I'm liking this view this way. It makes me a lot more sense uh, since it's uh, right, you know, it's, it's got something going on. And, uh, yeah, like you said, it's reality. It's like almost like we think we can have people out there going, hey, with little signs and stuff, <laughs> like, like, we're out of, like we're on the other shows. It's happen. <laughs> like it's a day yeah. show or something. <laughs> exactly. You have three seeds. I need you to go put the sign behind the, behind the window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. People camping it's out there. So, um, yeah. So let me tell you, I know, so I just got, just got a text from Phoebe. Uh, Tim's, she's with Tim, and Tim's on the other line uh, on, a, on a heated call. Uh-huh. So a heated call. I, that, I mean, it's just a, well, our, our industry is getting just so much flack, and we're so close there, but not yeah. there. Um, uh, I know one thing he's been worried about is, is event bite. They're being assholes. Oh yeah, they're for sure. To, to shut down ticketing, and, and he's like, 
No, you know, like last year, uh, a week before the cup, or maybe two or three days before the cup, PayPal shut him down. Yeah. I was like, for, 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 you know, as a media place, I was like, and so. Yeah, and you've been I mean, through all this bullshit and, and, yourself multiple times, so you know you, you know how devastating it is, especially it's when. Ridiculous. You, but event wise, it's, it's, it's really just stupid. It's old. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, it's just old and it's stressful because, like, like when, when, when PayPal shuts you down, they like freeze your, they, they keep whatever money you have and they freeze your account for six months. Yeah. So six months later, they'll give you your money back. Yeah, and then you have a but show that gets China like... shuts you down. Uh-huh. <laughs> China just takes all your fucking money and goes away. Yeah. They don't call you. They don't fucking give you a reach around. They don't tell you anything. They just say, hey, uh, that, you think that number you, no longer works. You, that, that you think a minimum would be a happy ending, of course, from a, from a Chinese. Uh, you know, <laughs> no, yeah. You would, you no, would expect at least. No happy ending. Nothing. No happy ending. Just on their end. They right. fucking go buy new cars and shit. But. Right. So, so, yeah. But, um, so, so Blake will be calling in soon. But, all right. Well, cool. So, well, yeah, well, so then, all, all, uh, and also for the uh, for the for the fire victims there of, of the Sonoma fire, I'm gonna go around to all my breeders. So all the uh, 25 of you guys there. So mm-hmm. the 25 packs. I'm gonna try to get you guys to each sign the pack or sign the card cool. that you guys are donating. Yeah. And then we're gonna auction. Uh, we're gonna not auction. Should auction. Auction. Maybe I'll get two packs and we'll do an auction. Two packs. But you gonna get two but, packs? Uh, we're gonna we're gonna raffle off. The whole, the whole twenty, all twenty-five packs for a raffle, and then give them away and give all that money to the to the to the Emerald Cup, mm-hmm. or to um, or to Patrick Soil King to have to uh, disseminate to the, the people for, who got affected by the fire. Yeah, so, well, he was on point, so definitely he'd be a great guy to give it to because uh, he he stood out during that thing yeah. as a as a proper. He definitely uh, did. He was he was, he was, he was Proper he, he was there, you know. Let everybody use use his stuff, use his, yeah. use his facilities. Yeah. He was definitely the man on point. So, yeah. well, that's um, but good. him or, or the or, 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 and and, and the has some charities too. So, we'll uh, we'll give all that money straight across to them and, and let them give that back to the community. So, but cool. we might do an auction with it though too, one from every pack. When I think about it because that might raise a little bit more for that area. Because that area still, I mean, there's they're gonna and they're gonna be beat up for a while. You know, it's not like like next year it's gonna be all. Well, I mean, again. definitely so. uh, in town, it'll be different, of course. I mean, town will be taken care of pretty quick, but all the all our friends out up in the hills and stuff for sure are going to have a harder time getting their uh, getting their uh, returns quick enough to to build anything and or you know, so I'm sure a lot of people are going to throw in the towel too, just because they're looking at the situation going like got to go legal and rebuild yeah. at the same time, which you know. And then there'll be other people just buying up all the fucking other people out. You know, so it's gonna be it's gonna be strange. The landscape's gonna change there a lot. That's for sure. Um, uh, always kind of does in these situations. But it's a good time. It is a good time if you want to get out and you fucking just got a huge check and you don't have to rebuild. You know, it's a perfect opportunity to fucking say fuck it and move on to somewhere else. If if it's not somewhere where you're, you know, locked in for for life because. There's places like that too. I'm liking the I'm I, I, I'm liking the East Coast right now. I tell you what. Yeah. Um, well, I just uh, we'll see. We're still waiting on, on on the reality, but it looks like there's some action going on in Rhode Island again still, and uh, other places. So I think I think it's interesting. So we're actually going to Rhode Island next weekend for a show. Are you? That's cool. Yeah. I'll, I'll link you up with some people over there for sure. But in, it is the. Um, no, not next weekend. Uh, two weekends. Weekend after MLK. Right. Okay. It's weekend after. Um, because it is. Uh, is it? It's nice to see the the raw sort of uh, happiness there still when the people are are you know rea- realizing that they can they that they can change their own place. You know what I mean? It's like they're 
place I grew up in that totally sucked because weed wasn't legal and didn't even seem on the horizon is all of a sudden real and you're like holy shit this is weird but it's also going to help the opioid situation up there too because that was the other thing I noticeable about New England was like holy fuck you guys got a lot of problems over here like you know it's just like the it's everywhere of course but you see it in places like that even more apparent just because used to be so idyllic you know and in its own way or whatever or thought it was and now all of a sudden it's like people are smacked out in fucking small town New England place you know what I mean it's like my, I know for a fact because my cousin moved back there and he's like falling right back into it you know what I mean I'm like holy shit dude you, there's nothing to do it's the same thing you know it's like oh it's easier to do that than the stigma's not even there you know people are all over like, oh yeah sure give me some oxys yeah. or whatever you know it's, well, and, and I weird. heard, and they heard they're charging so much on the street for these things that people are just is heroin is way cheaper, so they'll just go and buy that. And then, so well, that's the, the problem. crazy part is like right now there's this super strong fentanyl out, and people like yeah. the dealers are like, we can't keep it in. People love it. It's like what you know, like the the stuff that's so powerful, it's fucking killing people left and right. Is like is way more because just because they're they're thinking cost effectiveness. So obviously, it's yeah. like okay, well, great, you can. Take something that can definitely kill you because it's really fucking strong, you know. And <laughs> it's cheaper that way. But yeah, it's a sad state of affairs for America. But in the reality, is it's a uh, cannabis we know can definitely help those places. And so hopefully, New England gets like kind of turned around where they get, you know. And the thing is, is it's about not lying about the numbers. Like Colorado, they lie about the numbers all the time. You know, they they say more people are are you know caught drugged and driving but the reality is it's like no there's more people moving here though come on like there's things that just don't you know if you have a hundred if you have so many x amount more people here that are here because of weed of course there's going to be more higher tests of people smoking weed uh, driving i mean this is like kind of comes logical with the fucking flow of people so oh take all their money away (laughs) you know what i mean and then you wouldn't even have to be able to take the test to determine that this is a problem you know what i mean but because you have excess money to fuck around and fight it or you know we're just people have this idea that we're making so much money no we're actually just turning a lot of money it doesn't mean you're making a lot of money you're turning a lot of money so someone's getting paid you know what i mean and it ain't particularly the the guys who do the most work it's always like licensing commissions and people who make shitloads of money off of just like paper they have to sign oh just twenty thousand dollar piece of paper like fuck you know might you, you will not get it back it's not even you might not get it back you will not get it back and then the next month they tell you you have to pay more. And that's just like, so cannabis has always been the cash cow. So everybody's always fucking squeezing on the cow, like trying to get all the milk out of they can. And that's, that's, that's something, that, and that brings up something. That's something that I'm, um, myself and uh, uh, Leo at Aficionado have been working on. Is that when he, when Minerbrot passed, he, Leo uh, promised that he would, he would take care of his son. He would make, make things right for the boy, um, his young son, and, 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 and carry on, carry on the, the genetics. And so, Part of all the sales that Leo's done, a portion of those goes back to Minabrat's kid. And we want to put that in a trust that's locked up and safe. It's called an ADAP trust. And so the way the taxes are paid on ahead of time, it's locked up. It doesn't get touched no matter what happens. Even if uh, an unfortunate incident like happened at your place, mm-hmm. this money would still be locked up and safe. And so when Minabrat's kid turns 21 or 25, he then has access to this, to this money mm-hmm. that's been set aside for him. But just to get the trust set up, it's ten grand. Right. It's like damn. <laughs> it's like, like geez, like you guys are just making money off us because you know you can. But 
just but to get the lawyer to write the paper to get the taxes done on it, it's ten ten grand just to set it up. So mm-hmm. just saying, the people just signing papers get get a lot of money. That's who makes the most money, actually. That's that's because it's you know it's literally oh well they 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 put it into their degree, of course. They, they they spent all that money on their degree, so hopefully they did. Hopefully they actually did spend a shitload of money on their degree, and they actually fucking suffered at some point in their life. But you know, there's a lot of guys not. A lot of guys just happen to fall into the greatest position ever, where they're just like, whoop, ching ching ching, throw some zeros on there. Everybody's happy. Doesn't usually happen. Well, that's something. That's something else. Since since my website went down last time, um, since I, I have to deal with an offshore processor right now, like they take fourteen percent of every fucking sale. <laughs> it's like God damn, that's, hmm. that's that's a that's a that's a number. You know what I mean? It gets and that number gets old after a while. But once again, we we haven't felt we've done anything wrong. We just sell genetic preservation kits. But uh, but yeah, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't. They don't care. Um, just hemp seeds. I'm like, wait a minute! I can buy the hemp seeds. I can off off at, at GNC, and I can package them and all this shit. But I can't sell them. They're like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. So there's tons of bitches. That's for sure. I know. I know. Alaska's going backwards too. They've had some issues with their their laws, but they keep going one step forward, three steps back up there for sure for a long time. Yeah. And Colorado too. Colorado's got this new twelve plant law per household, which just doesn't make any sense either. And they're not a lot. Per ha- so, so is it like per address? Yeah. So you can't stack cards. Yeah. Yes, that's so so stupid. And it's like it should definitely be associated with acreage. I mean, when you have like multiple acres, you got to like be able to give some people like with, with my place. Well, I how have... about multiple people in the household with multiple pain issues? Exactly. And, and you know what I mean? Like but, twelve but, plants is not enough for me to chop up. Mm-hmm. But the real question is, is like, how can you be a breeder without having some numbers? You know, I mean, you're going to need numbers to be able to do your research and stuff like that. Yeah, but that's not. They actually yeah. they, they opened up the idea about doing a breeding license here, and then the idea that we came up with was that we had a two year waiting period because they had to to take so long. And during that, and during that's the, where, uh, and they want to uh, make sure you're not going right. overboard right out of the gate, and they can't keep up with everybody. So they said for tw- two years you can have twelve plants like everybody else, with your, uh, put your proposal in, and then they can decide by looking at your space if you're if you're allowed to do it, and then you can have up to five hundred, and, and and none of it can be that's, sold that's where, into the market at all. And I was just like, this doesn't even make sense. This is like dumb. Like no, no, no. I probably shouldn't let this one out of the bag, but, the, but, the, but that's where Sonny Chiba and Odie Diesel and uh, another individual had, had a lot to do with Oregon's laws. There's, they've got a couple clauses in their law um, and rec laws, and so they've got unlimited males. So you guys can actually plant a thousand males and look for the, for the one that you want. You've got unlimited females, and so you've got, uh, you, can, you can look for the numbers and look for the special one you know, and grow it out in full structure and see the complete structure of the plant, not just choose from something tiny. Um, and we've got a third law that I won't mention, but... Uh, Those yeah, are all veg, Sonny though. Chiba Those are all veg. That's fine. Correct, correct. It's yeah. a veg, correct. You can yeah. have, but still... But only up I mean, to 18 you inches. Can, you, you, know, can't you, go, you, can't go full, you can't go full term. 18 inches, you told me. So... But but um, but a limited of those. I mean, a, yeah. a thousand males, can you, you know, in order to find the one... And stuff. But you can flip it uh, 18... Yeah, you can flip it before 18 and check, and check everything and get an idea, you know what I mean? Just, like, be able to... Or cut them back and then flip them. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of ways to play that right. one. But, but, but that's the issue that I have with a lot of breeders coming to me today that want me to handle their gear. It's like, you know, how many how many packs did you pop to find your mail? Well, I, you know, I got a ten pack. It's like, wow. <laughs> you know, maybe maybe it was, that's why it was good enough to, 
you know, that you did something with that one. But I don't think that you really, you know, that the breeder might have hit it right on the head that first time in a 10. You're not really doing them justice. You need to pop like 50 or 100 if you're going to be looking for a male to breed with. You know, find find something special. Well, yeah, and, and in general, it's just like the you can see them hamstringing everybody, and it's all based on dispensaries and uh, the grows being pissed off and thinking that we're, we're cutting into their shit, which we're not, because nobody rolls into Denver and buys weed off the street, really. I mean, I don't think it happens very often. You know what I mean? And nobody just, like, starts getting on Craigslist and running around looking at people. So, you know, it's like, it's not... It's, and, then, and the inside market is not very strong, because I'm... The, you know, it's pretty much like all goes to whoever's whoever, and that's it. There's not like a, oh, let's go stop by so-and-so's house, and he's got a whole shitload. People don't do that around, just because, you know, you know, it just seems like everybody's more focused on whatever they do, and that's about it, you know what I mean? What's that? Twinkle. What's that Twinkle Fest going down? I don't know. <laughs> Kyle's Twinkle Fest. Is that your real theme song? Yeah, that's the real one. Oh, right. well, we can play it if you want, you know. We don't, we're not, don't be shy. That's a boring one if that's what that is. So, uh, James, we'll, we're, uh, you've got 20, 20 booths now? Is that what you're saying? No, 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 no. Uh, we've got 15 booths. Okay. I thought you said 20 before. I was like, so, uh, uh, like to 15 add. booths, and then I'll have um, the, the uh, uh, all under my... Um, we, we didn't double, my sta- we didn't double stack. My I'm kind of disappointed we didn't double stack, because... Well, we weren't allowed to in the in the the pavilion that we're in. Um, oh, due really? to fire marshal, he would have had issues with it. Yeah. Okay. Unless we could have just done ads yet there, but no, we we, we tried. Yeah. We've even been trying for a donkey. Um, shout out to anybody in Santa Rosa that has a donkey. Still looking for that donkey. Borrow it for the weekend. Oh, wow. We found one in Santa Maria, yeah. but once the guy found out we were in Santa Rosa, he said it'd be a little while, and so we're still using the kids' petting zoo cover. But I still can't find a donkey. But can't we just do like a life-size cutout? Can't you do a life-size cutout donkey and then just have it somewhere good and people can take photos? So we might have to do, but it's not nearly as photos. I know. The whole thing is that way I can find her whenever I need to find her. Right. If I tie a balloons to the donkey and chain her to the donkey, then I can always find her. Right. But um, I think it'd be way easier to. Not be nearly as fun. I think way easier to get the cutout and then strap it onto the side of your uh, one of your because you have to get a photo. Oh, yeah. You have Dude, to, I do. Yeah, we will. That's what okay. you have to do. See? See, there you go. No, I didn't have yeah, to say anymore. Yeah, yeah. Don't say anymore. Say no more. I got it. I got, got it. it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that's going to be a lot of fun in Emerald Cup. It is, is going to be a, a good time. I know we're looking to, forward to it. It's been a, a mess. Yeah, we'll have. Um, so, Sage Master, uh, we're, we're booth one and two. Crockett's right next to me, three and four. Um, and I'm going to have uh, Duke Diamond and Skunk mm-hmm. VA. Um, they're Duke's new line that he's, uh, his skunk line that he's been, um, releasing. He released, uh, the genetics of the, of the local H, well, a strain that he has. It's, um, unreal. Uh, had a cuttlefish. Uh, in it. I so stole that bud from you. I stole that. that. I stole that from you that one time and you got all mad. So. <laughs> yeah. So so it makes people pissed. Good, yeah, like, exactly. Man. It'll piss people off. I, if you I take it. Well, I, so I thought it was the best take thing he had at the point too. So I was like, oh, this, this will do. I was like, this will do, right? right. <laughs> I'll just take so, the best. So Duke's got his stuff, um, and, and everybody's really looking forward to that. He's got a great release, and since he's done an Emerald Cup, uh, all those packs will be available at teacherenow.com. Um, of course, right next to him, we're going to uh, we will have Canarado with all of his gear. Um, we'll have Top Dog representing. 
Um, we'll have Archive, Ethos, um, Brothers Grimm will be at the end cap. Um, we've got pretty much that all Dark Horse will be is there as well. Uh, and of course, Mosca, Homegrown Natural Wonders, Sunny Chiba, uh, Archive. We've got it's, it's, it's Aficionado. Um, okay, I'm going to forget somebody they're going to hate me and yell at me, but I apologize right now. I know uh, at my booth, we're going to have Mad Farmer there. Uh, he'll be signing T-shirts and, oh, and nice. giving personal suggestions on packs. Sweet. So come by the booth, meet Mr. and Mrs. Mad Farmer, the, the holders of the Purple Urkel and the Lavender. Um, his stuff's been going really, really good. He's, he's such a nice guy, too. So shout out to him. Uh, who else do we have? We'll have Grayskull at the booth. Grayskull from Hawaii. Enjoy 808. Um, I know that my insurance guy will be there as well. Um, I've, I've been working my with the guy for insurance. Guy. That's, a, that's a little left field-ish. What's that? Yeah, well, my because, insurance well, guy. You, if, if, is that a new, is that if a new you had company? insurance on your crop this year, you'd got paid in Santa Rosa. Right. So, and Hazel's dad, like maybe four years, just because just because the U.S. doesn't want to write insurance policies on it, doesn't mean the U.K. won't. And there's a little company called Lloyd's of London. I think they're a, couple, little, a little uh, they're small little company over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they write insurance companies all day long. Well, a couple of years ago, Hazel's father got into some issues and he lost his crop and they reimbursed him a thousand bucks a plant. And so uh, if you didn't have insurance this year, you can get crop protection out there. This shit's legal now. It's recreational. And a lot of those farmers could have had crop protection. That's pretty. Um, that's a pretty good deal if you're... The, I mean, even though it's not, obviously... You, you could have made a lot more than a thousand bucks per plant, but a thousand bucks per plant when you come... Right. To, when you're talking about... Uh, Compared to zero plants, nothing. Zero, zero bucks per plant. Right, so, so, huge. so that's who that's who insures all of my seed vaults is Lloyd's of London. I've got my policy for them, so that's why because <clears throat> just because U.S. that won't do it, other companies will. And it's you know I, I really felt bad for those guys and um and in Santa Rosa and so had they had insurance on it for they could have gotten some cash out of it. So, but he'll be there. Um, also, we'll be doing a couple uh, trademark things and then exotic, of course. It's going to be on the back wall. Exotic just took home three cups at the last, uh, at the SoCal uh, High Times. Um, it's almost a clean sweep. Three cups is pretty damn good. Um, he'll have his new milk and cookies strain. So just one for the best dry sift. Uh, of course, his cookies and cream and all his, all his big winners right now. With that. Oh, he's on a roll, that guy. He's on a roll, that guy. He has no... But it's, 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 well, what if he, uh, he quit growing for about a year, and then now he's just. It still, it gives him like he's. It's like twenty five cups in, in three years. So, um, it's it's not. It's it's more than just you know. It's not a coincidence. You're, you're buying cups, blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah it's not a coincidence. Not a it's coincidence. not just getting lucky. This guy, this guy works his shit, and it, and it shows. And so, I always love it when the, the stuff he sends out for testers that wins a cup. It's like oh, the tester shit. What is the cup? It's crazy. That's what happened with Mr. Clean last year. I was one of those testers, and I won it. And won. But, yeah, so look for him. I think he's got a free uh, buy three packs, get a free pack free. And so he'll be having deals. All my guys will having deals. Of course, stop by booth uh, one and two. Sage Master might be there. He might be out and about, but he might be there. Uh, signing be. shirts and, and offering personal recommendations for for, for for personal consultations for 15 minutes. Yeah, sounds for, right. For a small and then back rubs, back rubs yeah. or something like that. Is that what you never know with yeah. James. James promises a lot to people. That's the thing. <laughs> but I usually come through. Open rope. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, uh, well, sounds good. Uh, where the hell's Tim? What's going so, on? 
Tim's Tim's. TV and Tim. TV just told me that Tim will be on at uh, more like four o'clock. So okay, what time is it? It's more like right about now. Okay, well there you go. See. Now, 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 now. That's all right. Uh, that's right. We run a that's tight that's ship around here. Normally, our shit's seamless. Normally, we would actually like be transitioning right now, and be like, eh, "Thanks, back to you, J- back to you later, James." And bam, you know, you know how we normally roll. But today, we decided to yeah, be no. totally I, awkward I, I, and, I, I and, and not so studio, sophisticated. Though. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it was fun to watch like other people, like Tim went to broadcasting school, the kid that was here earlier, and he goes into that mode. He can't help it. He has to go like you know. And thanks to you guys, it sounds so great. And I'm like, oh my god, dude! Did that? Imagine if I did that, it'd be so annoying. So uh, anyway, I guess we'll just wait for Tim. Make, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid he's gonna forget if we don't, because I know he's over, overworked. So you, you may have to stay on the line. But in the meantime, might as well give Matt some time since we're just hanging out now, flibber blabbering. We're barely even doing any of this. Seatsherenow.com, obviously, <laughs> for all your seat for the, your gold, the gold standard. All the seeds. The gold means, standard. The, the gold standard of genetics. The, yeah. All the uh, all new website goes up, uh, say, Monday morning. And so uh, we've got it. Yeah, we've got shut it down. We're shutting down. What's shutting that? down. Re- midnight? Counting everything. Counting everything in stock. Yeah. We're tonight at midnight. Because midnight. I want to count everything, get all my inventory up to stock. That we reopen, we open fresh counts. Yeah, we've got everything, and we're probably going to find some new stuff. We've got a whole bunch of deals going as far as on the reopening, a bunch of free stuff, okay. a bunch of Colorado free free packs, the Sage Master free packs. Gotcha. All right, well, sounds yeah. good. Uh, well, cool. Uh, if I don't hear from uh, Tim in the next ten minutes, I'm going to text you. Right. Say get on his ass. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna stay on the phone and just listen. Oh, that's cool. You can yeah, stay on the phone. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm not sure if you're like driving along, trying to turn the channel. I know if you drive with this guy, I know, sometimes you drive with James. He would literally, he'd be doing the interview like this, talking, Fuck. trying to like eat funyuns, turn the channel on the thing, and smoking. and smoking, and trying to turn around and pick something out of a bag, but I wouldn't know what it was. He wouldn't tell me. He'd just keep grabbing at it, keep grabbing at it, and be like, "What do you, you need it? No, I'm gonna." Grab it, grab it, grab it. like, oh my god, this guy's and, and not really paying yeah. attention much at the same time. So, anyway, that's why I never know how dangerous it is talking to you. It could be, could be like that. But it sounds pretty mellow. It's it's, it's interesting that nothing's ever happened. No, nothing has. It's it's amazing. It's amazing. See? One uh, one time I got pulled over in in Massachusetts, and that's it. Yeah, and I found out I had a warrant from twenty. One years See? ago, so, so and, and I helped you get this squished from driving from from uh, driving with yeah. Anne Marie over there in, uh, in, a, in, a, in a rent a car. <laughs> so that that old ago, that long ago, Damn. years ago. Um, so we were talking about our favorite cups, and we were talking about the fact that we used to go nuts and build out stupid things. But um, but you're also there during all the the craziness as far as like. Trying to trying to maintain a space and trying to like keep genetics alive and trying to like move and like oh my god the, sac- the sacrifices that we had to deal with on a daily right I mean yes. it was like people thought it was all hunky dory and really easy and over there and yeah and yeah. and most of the time it was Adam you know giving up his space or part of his space you know where he lived <clears throat> to to keep the the genetics going I mean he had an apartment over there that down in the basement he had converted it into two twin grow rooms and we were trying to we we did quite a bit of stuff out of that those two rooms and 
You know what I thought about the other day was, do you remember the uh, electrician guy that you were doing the experiment with to try to figure out how you could use one one ballast to run two lights in two different rooms so that when the one went off, the other one came on. You know, it was like a twin flower idea. You know, that's that's the other thing about about Adam is is he's a you know he's an idea guy. He he gets a lot of great ideas. And uh, he he came. Up. Still, that idea they call that the flip switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. No, but yeah. I was I, we, that was the same guy that was doing the the, the where they were temperature controlled, so it would be like uh, multiples of. So then in the end, it wasn't about twelve and twelve. It was about having two lights that would be either on at both at the same time, or one would be on depending on if it was a uh, temperature driven. You know what I mean? So, but it was kind of like overkill because nowadays they have lights that can. Set up to you know you can set everything up and do do all those little parameters. Yeah, but my first, my, my like second purchase after I bought my grill was a flip switch. I could run the tent and then the one outside of there. Yeah, with a double light. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and over there, the funny part was in Holland. Like if you went, you could get that stuff, but you couldn't get it like in America where you could go and buy a box that you could plug into two things. The guy would literally like just hand you the parts and go like go do it. You know what I mean? And you'd be like, well, don't you have it like kind of made like a little bit maybe for me? They'd be like. Nope, you know what I mean? And you'd be like, great. So I got all these fucking like electronics and things and I got to figure out what size wire and it was it was a nightmare. It was like, they, they definitely didn't make it easy on a lot of that basic shit like that. Like flip switches and all that were, were not, uh-uh. you had to do it yourself. It was yeah. like weird. It was weird. So. <clears throat> but, and, and also uh, there was a, a point to where we, because we had an office where we had based the hemp thing out of and we didn't associate anything to do with the seeds with that. And that the, the guy who owned the building was really straight laced. And so you, we kind of had to watch ourselves over there cause we were already, you know, kind of had a weird association cause it was hemp, you know? So he was, uh, anyway, then at a certain point we ran out of places and we actually had to build a, we had a back room in there and we went back there and we built like a, either two, or three right there side by side rooms and lit them up and ventilated them and that's where we like sustained the genetics for a period of time was back in in the and I mean you know that at one point we had to basically we, he, he had a partner over there who had a little apartment on this obscure street in East Amsterdam and they built he had a shed in the back or either or it was like an add-on room and we had to build a fully a full room there too to to do some things back there. So it was we had to utilize any space. All driving that we the Vespa get. car, of course. Yeah. And that was amazing. That's amazing. I didn't give a shit as long as I could drive my Vespa car from spot <laughs> to spot and uh, loaded down with as many things and stupid. I, yeah. There was one time when I was driving, and uh, they did these spot checks over there where they would just be like, "You follow us," and then you'd have to follow them. You know what I mean? So I was coming off the the North Ferry, and I had soil and i had like uh clone soil lights weed hash cash everything on me like like every aspect of weed was on me at one point like i just had it all in the in the car you know i was driving my little car and i had like all those things and i was like oh i'm getting pulled over holy fuck so I couldn't really think of which one was the most important, you know what I mean? I was like, well, if I open the back, the guy's going to be like, oh, you have weed, you know, da, da, da. <laughs> And, of course, it smells like weed because I just rolled some, just smoked some joints, and I'm always smoking joints while I'm driving. So I roll, in the window down, I roll the window down, and I have to follow him for, like, about a quarter mile. 
And then we turn into this thing, and there's like, and he just like goes, you go here, and then he drives away and goes back to bus somebody else, right? That's how the Dutch love to do it. And then you go in these little lines, and then these guys, I look around, and they're like crawling under the cars, and they're like looking at things, and I'm like, oh my God, they go under your hood, and they do this, and they do that. And it's all normal cars in my little Vespa car, which is always weird and stupid. So I'm leaning up against my car, and the back is really hard to open up anyway because it was that broken, yeah, it had yeah, a broken, broken hand, at one time. It had a broken handle, so you couldn't really open it unless you have to like, yeah, like turn it and fucking twist it. So I kind of was just going to go on that, like, ah, it's broken, you know, don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. So <laughs> leaning up against the car, and the cop comes up to me, and he's like, eh, kind of a cool cop, and he's like, oh, talks to me in Dutch, you know. And I'm all, no, no, American, you know, just straight away, don't start any Dutch conversations no, at all. Just start talking about, oh, America, where are you from? And I'm like, oh, New York, oh, and he's just fucking excited. So I uh, just fucking Jedi mind tricked him. It didn't, like, he didn't look into the car at all. Just said, oh, da, 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 you're, oh, you're from New York, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I have a you know, place over here, I'm just moving materials back and forth, I make clothing. And he's like, oh, okay. So yeah, I'm gonna go pick some stuff up and then bring it back over to the shop. And uh, try to, you know, not and I don't have anything with me kind of thing. And then he doesn't doesn't ask me anything else. Gets sidetracked on the fucking radio, goes back over to another guy and goes, yeah, you know, just go ahead and drive out of here. And I was like fucking shitting a brick because I was like, oh my god, that guy yeah, was like typical. Like the Dutch were very funny because they were like, they're 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 t- sometimes take things super seriously and it's a lot of times not the most serious thing, but. They hate guns, and so that's why I think something happened like that. They found a gun in a car or something. So they're like, "Whoa, big oh. wheels! Whoa, yeah!" Ooh. And then they get really scared. That freaks them out. And then so, uh, but I've seen some video lately, and they look like they're getting all into like just throwing people down like left and right. I'm like, "Oh no!" It's like and it'd be like that. Like you see that because you're like, "What's that picture?" And then you look and you see the I Love Amsterdam thing. Like you come out of the station is right there. Yeah. They're just like, it's the rocking people right there, you know. So it's like, welcome Damn. to Amsterdam. Come on out. Used to be junkies, now it's cops throwing you down. That's so. harsh. And before it was like ridiculous amount of junkies and no cops. You're like, what is going on here? So the land of extremes. Um, so yeah, we had to, so basically, yeah, he saw the struggles. We had to move stuff around. But also, yeah, I mean, we, we and you have to work with fucking ridiculous people. And that's part of the reason why I left Amsterdam is just because it's like, it is fun because there is a cast of characters there and whatever, but when you actually live there and you deal with the people who move there and you realize that there's way too many people trying to do the same thing. And, you know, once you've been there for long enough, I was like, I was just like, oh my God, I really got to get the fuck out of here. But um, Matt, Matt was there d- during uh, literally the best time periods for Amsterdam as far as I'm concerned is, uh, well, I was, when I was there. But according to a lot of people, especially the weed people, because... Before the 90s, it was kind of stale. Yeah. It had staled out and stalled out. and kind of, yeah. You know, the, 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 the varieties of weed were less. There was a couple good guys like Eddie and stuff like that who actually did stuff. But even at Eddie's shop, he had the same Hindu Kush. That was good. And then maybe a couple other decent hazes, and then the rest were all yeah, wank. You know what I mean? Like, there wasn't that much good selection going on. It was, like, okay. There was beautiful plants, but they were kind of getting tired. So then... Um, in the 90s, influences by people like THC, no, but influences by like a lot of these younger breeders and, and the fact that it was like you came there expecting more. Everybody, you started to get this new generation. People were like, isn't there better than this? This is like kind of yeah. like not the most interesting stuff. And all of a sudden the weed got a little bit better, more competitive. 
uh, the cup started, you know, becoming real things. Things started to generate a little bit more, but it was like uh, also, which I didn't realize until I was like recently. It was like, oh, but we were feeding also California's development as far as like giving them a chance to grow these things out and fucking like, whoa, shit, we. Like the thing that was kind of like mediocre plant in your when your your closet turned into a fucking beautiful tree outside because it had a plant you know it had a chance to fucking boom go off, and then when you put it in a two gallon pot and stick it under LED, you're not really giving it the the, like the biggest fucking chance to become the most incredible plant in the world. You know what I mean? At that point, you're like, yeah, you're getting this much of it, but if you put it outside and it's like kicks it in the soil and goes down, ah, so. Anyway, the um, so people in Cali got the chance, you know, people in Cali, other places I can grow nice weed, got a chance to see these things expressed super nice. And that was the good part is if you take a plant from a shitty place and bring it to somewhere really nice, should do good, you know what I mean, yeah. compared to the other way around. So I think Holland did a favor to everybody by being a shitty place for breeders because... But it was wide open. I mean, when buyers, seed buyers could come over there, and it was a real open market at that time. You know, they've kind of tightened it up a little bit now. But, uh, you know, it was it was a free-for-all for a little while, and, and we, you know, we got to ride of that wave a little bit, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, the cups, surprisingly, though, we didn't do the greatest, like, I mean, we would do some sales on some years okay, but a lot of times it was like, People were too scared to bring them back. That was the biggest problem. Like I had like, for every person who bought a pack of seeds, there was twenty people who told me all about the reasons why they wish they could buy the seeds. You know what I mean? I'd be like, "Oh, James just left." Later, James. Sorry, man. We've talked about seed sales. We thought you get a. Now you get offended. It's like <laughs> I'm out of here, bro. I didn't know other people <laughs> sold seeds too. I thought I sold seeds. I didn't know you sold your own seeds. Yes. <laughs> anyway, uh, seeds here now, 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 now. Usually we do a, a full chorus, but we won't, we won't get into that. Um, so, yeah, we were we were always uh, like not as I was like a lot of times you know we'd win a cup and then the next day everybody'd be like tired, uh, they got a flight, they're too scared to take it home. And then, you know, like, you wouldn't get nearly the rush. You would, might get it. Once, now it's getting, I mean, it may have changed just because the hype builds. But not, there's no, it hasn't been a couple of years, of course. But, like, pretty much, yeah, it was, like, always, like, after the, it was like more of an after effect, you know? Because then yeah. people would, like, get the, wait until the fucking stupid magazine comes out. Because it takes, like, five months. Yes. <laughs> so by the time, it, so it comes out in April, you know, you put it, you did it in November, it comes out in April, which is a good is good in the sense that it gives you a chance to build it up properly and do whatever. But it wasn't like the, by the time you got to there, people like then they'd be interested, and then you're like, oh, I don't even do that anymore. That was like that didn't work out. You're like whatever, because it was like there were so many times when people just like uh, fizzled on it because of the fact that that time frame. Yeah, well, and you can't blame them. You know, people were scared, but the, we we still were was able, and and we had our cast of characters. You know, high times had some crazy people that that traveled with them and they used to come and hang out and then we had some people that would come over. So I saw that Tim tried to call me so he's probably calling my number which is weird. So let's okay. see. Hold on. No, no message. Not messages, bro. Uh-oh. Tim. Mr. Bean says he's calling Blake again. Okay. Well, give him the right number and I'll give him the same thing. So, uh, 
I do it all the time, though, where I put my number in, and then it's like, I wonder why it doesn't come calling me. And then it's purely me. Uh, plus my thing. All right, so uh, we'll have Tim Blake from organizer of the Emerald Cup. He's the man. Yeah. And he's stressed. <laughs> he might be stressed. He, might, he takes it all. takes it with stride, for sure. But uh, he's been organizing thing that, the, what is this, the 9th, 7th, 8th? What is no, this, 12th? I, I, no, 13th. Yeah, 13th? Somewhere up there, uh, yeah. 12th, I think. We'll go with that. 12th. 12th, 13th, something. It's getting there. And, and, and the thing is, it sucks, because the first couple of years, I didn't, I didn't even really comprehend. And then I went, and then I was like, oh, my God, this is the best one. Yeah. Just because it's, yeah, it's good people, and it's, um, it's, uh, like, run, first run well. That's why we're going to have Tim on the show. But it's, uh, you know, they had good food, and it was like, uh, it, it wasn't like, it wasn't like a hip-hop show, and then jam it down your throat, kind of compressed vending where you can't move and stuff it was all spread out nice and it was a yeah it was, it was a well put together event and just like it grew fast though you know it's like now with people flying in like it's like Spanibus style where people are all coming because you know it's like they know that they can get the best seed run at the same time hit everybody up yeah, I saw guys going out with like the guys from uh, Davenport they had like he was on his way to, to Puerto Rico, and he had a fucking wagon just full. You know, everybody's seats just stacked. You know, I was like, I was like, damn. It's like, it's like, yeah, I'm going, going to Puerto Rico. Got a hundred thousand square foot building there. I was like, holy shit. Wow. So yeah, people were going deep. So it's good. It's a good one. It's a good place, and it's good because it's right before the. For me, I like it because it's like it's a uh, winter. So we're a winter. We are a winter brand. So it's good. So we we're we're going to be there and represent with Hoodlum. Last year we just you know we brought, sold every single thing we brought. So we'll try to do that again. And then uh, you get to launch your seeds, and then people have a chance to sit on them until the spring and kind of get ready, and not rush around. And it's all in one spot, so it's kind of gives a good. The timing's perfect. And then uh, yeah, it's like uh, you kind of get the the one reunion a year, like you do, you know. It, and you know everyone's going to make it at some point. So, yeah. Great event. Where's Tim? He knows. Now he's been hearing it from everybody, so. But, you know, you know what I, what I had forgot to mention earlier was, uh, you know, let's talk about your flair for window, display window <laughs> designs and stuff like that. This guy may, had all kind of different mm -hmm. wild ideas. At one time we did Star Wars. We did Powerpuff Girls. Mm -hmm. We did Teletubbies. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, name a couple more after that. Uh, those are the, those were definitely the the key three that were like that. <laughs> Dexter's were, Lab. Yeah, oh yeah, I did Dexter's, Dexter's Lab. I did Dexter's yeah. actually at the time. Yeah, I was, and, and they all they were all weed related, and they were all intense. Yeah. And like, the, the we, Star we Wars had, one came out really good because it was black light, and we had the. Tie stick fighter, of course. We had the tie stick fighter and the fucking, and we did the X wing, and then they had like so we had buds, and, you know, all buds wherever there could be buds. We had yeah. dark vapor, and, and the characters like the stormtrooper had a. We took a like some small tubing, you know, and and put some tape, electrical tape around the bottom, and made it look like a 
one of those classic uh, acrylic Graphic. acrylic bongs, and then he took a little bit, a tiny bit of cotton, and had it coming up out of there, so it kind of looked like smoke coming out of there. I mean, just the tiniest little detail. Well, it was uh, it was good because it, it was the it took one of those overhead those overhead uh, magnifier things. And took the, took the lens out, and then you put that in the Death Star that was in the window. So when you're looking into it, you look in the thing, and now it's magnified, and you can see the smoke and all that shit. And it was like, yeah. inside was going was yeah. the heavy duty shit. Yeah, you had to get you had to get real. And so I knew all the homeless people and all the fucking junkies and stuff would be all looking through the window, and they're like, ah, what's that? Oh shit, there's something going on. You know, it was like it was all just, it was mostly made for junkies. It was it was pretty much junkie window, junkie window, because we had like the little nook at that side. Yeah. And the nook was nasty. It was like there was like, because they should have had a gate on it or something at one point, but at night, but they wouldn't. So every morning you'd come and you have to like push people away and fucking get past the key. Like you get the key over them, you open up the gate and fucking, oh, they're all waking up and pissing themselves. And, yes. Because we had a doorway on one side. They, we had a doorway there, but it was still like, you know, people didn't think about it. They just go in and camp out at night or whatever. And so you'd yeah. wake up in the morning and. Yeah, it, it was like an on that you could duck in, so you couldn't be seen if somebody was looking down the street. So, and the, when they did that whole improvement, and we that, could that see it from our window. So all of us was them ducking into our window. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like you'd see the guys all shady in our window. It's like great. Yeah. So I was like, here, here's a window for you. Now, yeah, we did a lot of windows. Um, yeah, no, we did a whole bunch. We did the three. Remember the three-headed fucking dude with the fucking hoodlum deal? Yeah. Yeah. Anything with mannequins, then um, Matt was in, in on it. He'd be like, "I'll get the mannequins," you know. He was he was definitely in the carrying mannequins. We he, we were fortunate. The bottoms. He was a bottom guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take care of it. Don't you worry. There's a lot of that going on. Here we go. Oh, here we go. And we have a live Mr. Tim Blake. How's it going? Good, Adam. How you do? Um, you know, I'm, I'm hanging in there, just like everybody. We're all we're all <laughs> we're all hanging in there and getting ready for this uh, event of yours. Of course, that's that is uh, taking all of our time, man. It's good. It's good to see it all bubble into a head. Yes, for sure. I'm sure you're busy oh, yeah. as hell, every, huh? Oh yeah. Every year we think we've got it down, and by this time we realize we're hanging on for dear life. <laughs> right. Well, as long as everything. How's the weather looking? Because I mean, when we talked to them a while ago, it was like they were saying 13 degrees in the Almanac. What's what's the reality now? It's not going to be 13. Well, then, then it then it bounced to where it was going to rain. Oh shit! And we had a little uh, we had a little ter- terror act on that one. And now it looks like we're not going to have any rain. It's just going to be maybe cloudy, but 60s and 40s at night be perfect from oh, uh, nice. set up all the way through Tuesday. Nice. So we're we're looking like we're going to get very blessed on that one and have a really pleasant uh, good a pleasant moment. So that nice. feels good. Good, yeah, there. yeah, yeah, hundred uh, percent. And and everything like uh, technical seems to be like I'm sure there's some hiccups here and there, but you got like pretty much all the bands and stuff, all that all signed, they're all in, and everybody's looking like they're 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 going to make it and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, we got that all done. It uh, turned out uh, really well for the contest. You know, last year we had 1,200 entries. Uh-huh. We uh, got just about a thousand this year, about 975 which is a couple hundred less, but given the fact that we, we had to raise the price to really cover the cost of the contest for once and raise it to 400 and move the deadline up 10 days yeah. and less drop-off locations, we're excited that we got that many entries, 500 flour and 70 depots, and uh, we really, uh, just a plethora of, of beautiful uh, material. I can't believe the quality of the branding and what people stepped up into on the edibles and mm-hmm. the tinctures and everything across the board, just 
the product makers have really, really uh, moved up to a whole new level. The flowers are better than ever. And, you know, after the last couple of years of us really having to educate people on the challenges with, you know, not, not using pesticides and, and really stepping up their farming practices and then the product makers and the concentrate makers. This year we have very few failures, huh? uh, very few, uh, just a couple. And uh, I'm really happy about that. And mm. the pra- packaging and branding is amazing. And it's, just, it's just great. Yeah, because last year there was definitely a lot of uh, a lot of things that were. It wasn't that they were even like crazy or anything. It just it was a matter of uh, maybe mold mold issues, I guess, huh? Mostly. Well, no, we had we're not. They're not the state standards out here in California are really going to not uh, deal with a lot of that. But our thing was really more that we we had so many entries the last week that we couldn't get them all tested. So we actually had to. Our judges agreed that they would try a few. We ended up giving a couple of awards out to stuff that failed. And we had to go back and switch that around, and it didn't make us look great. Uh, it was a last-minute thing. Uh, we decided yeah. to pull it off, and uh, so this year we had to get everything tested, which we did before anybody judged it or tested it. That's a big challenge when you have a thousand entries getting into the labs and getting back and getting it all tested. Uh-huh. But we did do it, and uh, so we're really proud that we we pulled all that back together and we did it the way we're supposed to, and uh, and, and got it done. And uh, the judges are busy just going at it, and. Uh, We'll have it all done by uh, by Thursday. We got amazing prizes coming in, and uh, we have an incredible display being put together. And it's just, uh, I, you know, we're spending over a million dollars more than last year on the show. Uh, are you going? And I say that just because it's just and that and that's incredible. Stuff, and then in the House of Flowers, I guess it is. Is that where they have like a, the the uh, they show off everything that's happening? Or is that still the same? It is a different building. Well, this no, time, no, right? what's going to happen? No, moved? no, we took over the the uh, Sarah Lee building where we had the second stage last year. Uh huh. We've one? turned that into a complete, incredible display case area. We're going to have a second stage in there with DJs. We're going to have all the displays in there. We're going to have maps and all their art in there. Uh-huh. That's just going to be like a really cool, beautiful place to hang out and be in and get photos, photo ops and stuff. So we've just made that into a whole custom display area. And then we, uh, you know, uh, we've just taken it out of the hall and just given it its own space. So gotcha. we really have stepped up custom glass cases and, the whole thing is just being dialed in with, with lighting and whatnot so people can really get some good photo ops. And, uh, you know, every little detail, because we finally have grown to the point where we can't really get much larger. We are getting a little bit larger. We'll have about 30000 rather than twenty five for the weekend. But, uh, but really, it's about we have enough time to really uh, go back and get all the details done. We're bringing the, the 49ers, you know, the, the football team, the 49ers security in so we can run people through really quick. And, you know, James Hathaway has been doing Dave Matthews. You're going to have tires set up? You're going to have tires all set up and they're going to be yelling at you when you come in? Get in there and throw no, them the no, tires. <laughs> no, we're opening the, gates. we're opening the gates early at 10. We're going to let them all in early. We're letting the extension of the vendors. are going to go till like, 1230. Uh-huh. Uh, so everybody's got space. What happened last year was we closed it all down and pushed everybody in to see Damien. And it, it was got a too lot, even though it was only a few hundred. Yeah. It, was, it was too many people trying to get in there. This year, yeah. we're going to keep the second stage running yeah. with the music, and we're going to bring in uh, the vendors and sponsors and keep them open till twelve thirty. So they'll just, and we're going to bring music in there too. So they'll just be like a party scene happening all over the place. Gotcha. So everybody will be cool. Gotcha. And they're letting us bring in another thousand people into the building. Which last year, what happened was the managers weren't there for the fairgrounds, so they had their basically on-site people running that, and we were looking at it, getting an argument. It's like, look, there's only 300 people that need to get in to see Damien. If you just let them in, you yeah. have plenty of room. Yeah. But they couldn't make that call without a manager, no managers. And so this yeah. year they're up in the attendance to another 1,000, and we're going to run the uh, stages longer and the uh, veteran sponsors. So gotcha. no problem. Lots for people to do. Go late. Right. Sounds like a plan. 
Um, and uh, so then you, I guess you, you'll have about a week of sleep, and then you're going to go straight into the next one, right? That's going to be one of those, like, oh, my God, we have to do more now. So uh, you plan on... Well, actually, I think I'm going to run... I think I'm going to run up to Aspen High, which Jim Louie does, our partner. He does a kind of a music convergence of cannabis and music in the industry uh-huh. up in Aspen, and I think I'm going to go up there and hang with him. Mickey nice. and I are going to leave straight from the show on Monday and go up there, and they got a three-day conference up there we're going to be participating in. So I'll just kind of deliriously go right from this uh-huh. uh, after the after-hours party, barely sleep, and then we'll go right into that. We'll be in your neck of the woods. I know exactly. I'll, I'll be seeing you on the way out, I guess, because <laughs> I'm, I'm sure on the way in, uh, I'll, be, I'll be driving. I'll, I'll be still driving. I'll be driving back because I'm, I'm, I'm taking the, the long route. I'm not, I don't get. I, I yeah, get to be well, the rock star. I get to be the rock star except for when I'm driving. Then I'm just like every other guy, right? I'm, it's like, oh my god, I'm driving. But you know, when you get your own gear and stuff, it's like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sweat it out myself. It's like it's part. Of, it's actually fun though. I have my my co yeah. I have my co driver with me here, so. He knows it's yeah, fun. That's okay. knows, and maybe a potential other. We'll see. If I have three, then it's all good. You know, we just flip it. Um, so well, I'll bring you some presents and drop them off. I'll bring you some uh, some entries, what they were sending with you or something. Yeah, no, for sure. Last time we last time we we didn't meet up in time, so it was kind of a, we, we we were like, ah, where is he? He's like, ah. Oh, like, you know what? Yeah, trying to find you last time. Yeah, was, we was didn't like, get those entries. We didn't get that done this year. We're done for you so you actually get, we'll get that ahead of time that that's great. one of the things when you're overwhelmed with that big of a show no, all those little details kind of got lost but exactly. this year we have enough time so we will definitely get you a judge's pack for you to go through this year that'll be great and then I'll do I'll, do I'll make, I'll I'll make film it in the top 50 and put it away myself personally so you can try it over the weekend sounds good and then we'll film it all and we can uh, put it out to everybody that'll be awesome um, well that's cool yeah. that's cool we love to uh, we love to pre-plan all the great stuff because uh, you know once you get there it's it's uh, it's a uh, Hectic. It's hectic Easy. at first. So, uh, but it'll be fun. It's going to be. It's great to see the event grow too. It's like it's. It's literally the, the premier event now, which is awesome because kind of needed that. Otherwise, there's there. It's like we had this whole beast with no head. You know what I mean? In a sense, as far as the industry goes, like there was like all these shitty. You know, events that were getting shittier and shittier and shittier as far as like the the the, the love. You know what I mean? And then on top of that. There was more of them, you know what I mean? So it was getting harder and harder for people to, like, hit the right one, you know? They'd go, like, and people would be like, was it a good event? The first thing you'd ask your friend as a vendor was, you know, was it a good event? And it would be occasionally a good one, but there would be a lot of bad ones, you know? At least be, like, three bad for every one good, you know know what I mean? So you were seeing it was growing too expensive, you know, too too big for the industry itself. And then, I mean, NorCal has such a history that it's, like, the... It's it's great. It's refreshing to go there as a grower from another state because you see people doing things way bigger and you know way more like ag related because the, the environment is so perfect. You know what I mean? They have the they just have the terroir. So you're like, all right, well this is actually it's kind of hard to argue. You know what I mean? Like Colorado has okay growing outdoors, but it's very microclimate and there's a few zones. You know, the Western Slope is beautiful. I mean, I'd love to be there because yeah. just don't want to be there. You know. <laughs> like I want to be empty. like I want to be there, but I don't want to be there. So if, like, if you give me a helicopter and I could fly there, and it'd be great, you know what I mean. But I'm not very good at that yet. So um, well, I'll tell you what. Yeah, we're we're more excited than ever. I've never been so excited about putting a show on because there's so much that I want to show people, and, and our partners keep talking about the experience people go through. And so every element of the show, we've looked at every detail, so that when people come in here this year, they're really going to just be really comfortable, they're going to be inspired, they're going to feel the, the, the vibe that we put out, but really tightened up and really presented on a, on a world-class level. So everybody's going to have a great time, and uh, I'm, I'm really excited. We're going to have a great after-hours party on Sunday that we put together, and uh, all the different you know 
elements of the show are going to just be rocking. Nothing will be, we won't drop you out or anybody totally. else. And uh, totally. it's just going to be incredible. Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. I was just pulling the key out. I got a key here for you. Uh, ATI. Here you go. Sorry. Um, yeah, so it sounds like you got the days all pretty well pretty well stacked, which is like, so we, we decided uh, per, on a personal level, we decided to um, delay our little adsy thing because of the fact that we, we could not find a, a suitable location that was outside of it. Because we wanted to do it off, off-site in the end because we realized during the event it was just impossible to get people to be like herding, herding cats at a cat fest, you know what I mean? It's like, it's way harder. It's hard enough to herd cats. Once you bring them to the cat fest, it's impossible, you know what I mean? You're like, oh my God, I've just lost all the people that I'm looking for that I need right now, you know what I mean? So I decided to uh, skip that one this year. We're going to do 420 out here, which um, is now turning, I think it's going to start again out here because everyone's so sick of having um, failed events out here in Colorado, which was like becoming the norm to the point where people just feel like, no faith left, you know? So now uh, I just checked out a spot yesterday, and I have a group that I know is very capable of putting together a good show, and they, uh, they're they showing some big interest. So I think there's going to be a big, some, some decent stuff going on back out here, which would be nice to see. So eventually when you do your on okay. the road, when you Don't get, the, the open, hopefully they'll open the door for you to be able to do your Emerald, uh, you, you know, nationwide edition, I, I hope, at one point soon, right? You gotta oh, no, we're going to do that. There's no doubt about it. We're getting permits to go into the parts of the state. Uh, we're building the show. I mean, the people that have come in with this are all world-class, from the box office to the design, security. So they weren't built to go on the road. These guys do Lollapalooza. They do big shows. Uh, now I see what kind of staff. You know, you got 25-year career people that have done a 1,000 shows apiece that really know what they're doing. So, yeah, uh, yeah we're, we're built to do that, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm more revved up now. Like first we jumped out of the triangle and that came to Sonoma, and now I'm looking at really jumping across the state and then across this country and just bringing this uh, educational forum and the, the vibe we have yeah. and all of our farmers and all the techniques and everything and just just bring it to everybody and inspire them all and, uh, and show them how the, the party goes. Yeah, of course, and uh, and that's the thing. Once you once you've done it, um, like so, like they you know, like you said, you bring in professionals at the level where they're local and they know what they're doing, and then you know you're. You, you sort of get them, and we, luckily in NorCal, they're used to it enough, you know what I mean? They can kind of deal with it, but you take that to like, to some, you know, new state that's just kind of got on, and then you actually are blowing their minds, you know, you, you got to find, it's hard to find that dedicated staff, you know what I mean, that understands weed, weed people enough to be able to hang almost, you know? Because uh, it, it is funny when you bring in like the total normal staff, you know what I mean? They're like, oh my God, what is going on? Especially with dabs, because they see everyone with torches and things, and they're all freaking out. They think it's meth or something, so... <laughs> there is always that yeah. da- the danger of going into some place too 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 early, almost, you know. Yeah, but you know what? The people we've got now, we've got Niblis from uh, Pennsylvania. They do set design. Uh, Dave Dave Hathaway with Dave Matthews is in Colorado. Uh-huh. We got uh, the uh, ops guys are down in San Diego. I mean, we're I mean, red lights in Virginia. So we're all, we're all over the country. But the thing about it is, is these people are used to living on the road, building shows, and going around the country. So it's no big deal to them. These are yeah. these are moving people, and so yeah, uh, yeah they, they're easily able to do it. I mean, our, Dave Hathaway just did 13 days at Madison Square Garden. So I mean, it's you just know. not a big deal to them. They, they <laughs> just come in, set it up, and just move the show. So right. uh, I'm really excited for what they can do for us and how they can really take this blueprint and bring bring it in uh, to other it. areas. And so and, yeah. and they, really, uh, they really get with who we are and what yeah. we want to present. And so the, the signage that you're going to see and everything that we feel, they're able to transfer that 
into reality in a, in a version people are going to feel. So we're putting the Area 101 temple in. You've never been to my place, but my place is full of altars. And it's like a temple, and they're going to build that right into the show for our Emerald Cup products. And so you're going to see like a temple area right off that with the Sarah Lee and what they've done for the display. We're finally bringing the display into a world-class level. So uh, we're finally stepping up and really matching all the different elements of what we're doing. And uh, like I said, I'm just really, really excited for the audience to be able to come and, and uh, see this come together. And uh, if you get yeah. out there early, come out and, uh, and see this. And you know, next year, we're going to take the whole Flamingo over. The oh, hotel, yeah. they're going to let us take the whole hotel over. We're going to end up being able to run our staff and our parties out of there. It's going to be 215 completely. Yeah. And they'll let us just take it over. And so we could set something up there and have people coming in out there. Right. And uh, it'd be really 215 friendly cannabis uh, hotels. I'm sure Mr. Bean will have uh, his, the suite figured out as fast as possible. It's the Bean Suite. We need, <laughs> we need one of those buildings, the whole building, and nothing but the building, I'm sure. So <laughs> I, know, I know how his brain is working. We stayed there. I, mean, I, I stayed there when I was there one time. It was uh, definitely a great, great setup for that. And then also uh, I, know it's, I know it's Hazel's favorite place, so that's perfect. She's happy, then everybody's happy, right? Well, when you can go to the, hot- when you can go to the pools and the hot tub, and you can just be 215 friendly with cannabis. Once we take the whole thing over, so every yeah. room is taken over with cannabis people. Yeah. Then we won't have anybody complaining. Yeah. We can do whatever we want. We can smoke anywhere we want. We can take the, the, the party rooms and have 500 people for after hours parties. Mm-hmm. We can set up live shows there for radio or whatnot. And we can just, yeah. see, that's where people go. And right. so it'll be a place for uh, you and everybody to come in and, like and do shows at, and a great media place for everybody just to hang. Yeah. So they're, yeah. they've already committed to next year, so we're, we're taking over the whole place next year. So you're invited in, and we'll set you up. Sounds, sounds great. Uh, like I said, I'll be a yeah. return guest. I'll, have, I'll be in the system already. They'll be like, oh, we know you. I had such a funny sh- uh, story last time when I was there because <coughs> I was actually at the other place, that the last place that I'd stayed because I was there the year earlier. And for some reason, I just was like, it was tired. It was remote control, you know. It kind of, I don't know, I forget the name of it. It was like another, it was a little, a little schwankier. And I, I was there. And I was standing there, and I was like, I went up to the guy, and I said, yeah, I have a reservation. And I happened to have a reservation for the exact same day two years ago, you know. So the, it came up on the computer, so he saw my name. Oh, yeah, Mr. Dunn, I see you. You know, he's like typing it all in and everything. And then at some point, he's like, hmm, it's very strange. Does he seem to not have a reservation? I was like, oh, come on. Of course, I was on mushrooms at the point at this point, right? So I'm, so I'm tripping. I'm tripping, and I'm standing in front of the guy, and I'm like, this is kind of weird because I swear to God, and I hear it, I show it to him, and he sees it, but he doesn't really see. All he sees is the name, the date, and he doesn't look. Nobody looks at the actual year. <laughs> and then, and then it took us like 20 minutes, and I had Hazel on the line. And she was like yelling at him, like he's right in front of you. And the guy at the other hotel was like, "I have no idea who you're talking about." Like she was like, because she was calling the flamingo, and I was calling. I was standing in a totally different hotel. It was it was a good it was a good laugh. It was, when, it, when I finally figured it out, it was that that trippy moment where you're like, maybe I'm totally wrong. And I realized like, holy shit, I got to backpedal out of this place as fast as possible now. Like, how, how do I do that? I was like, I think I'm in the wrong place. And right as I said it, she said the same thing. She's like, are you sure you're in the right place? And I was like, I think I'm in the wrong place. You know. What I mean? Like walked back and figured out where it was and drove there. And I was like, when I got to the Flamingo, it was a raging party. And it was like a salsa party or something like that. And people were puking in the hallways. And it was like, it's like, okay, this is a totally different vibe. This is a totally different vibe. It was like a total, like, yeah, it was a weird. So if you had the right people there without puking in the halls yeah. and they were actually smoking weed, I'd be like, oh my God, I'm in heaven, you know? Because it was a great space. And I had the funky little room, but I was tripping balls. So it was kind of like, 
you know, the door, doorknob was shaky, and it was great. It was good. It was, like, it was classic. I had the classic. Oh, they Vegas, put me in the, they Vegas put, is fun. They put me in the weird room just because I was tripping, you know what I mean? Instead of being in the good room, but I just kind of was standing. <laughs> I was in the weird room on the inside of the building right next to the club or whatever. So, yeah, funny funny place. But I think in general, though, the way the bungalows are set up in the back and everything, it's awesome. Like It, it is ready to roll. So, uh, Tim... Uh, any kind of is there any tickets left or there's anything because I've had a whole bunch of people hit me up for like discount codes and I already hit up Hazel and she said forget about it so <laughs> I was like oh they're already yeah. sold are you guys sold out or what no no, no we're not we're not sold out uh, we're moving tickets as fast as we were last year it's going to end up selling out by the weekend uh, we're mm-hmm. we're always the last week by mm-hmm. uh, every year people come in it's the cannabis people so they come in the last ten days yeah uh, we're moving tickets well though and uh, they can get them at theemblecup.com on Eventbrite they can go to Stores in uh, Santa Rosa with Mighty Quinn, or up there, in, you know, Yukai and Mendocino, they get them at our place or, or uh, Big Music. But online, Eventbrite, you know, DMRCup.com, and uh, we do have them. And if people are looking for discount codes, we are giving breaks to our vendors and uh, family. We're giving them the early bird tickets and stuff. So, and if you got a list, just send it to me, and we'll get some people in. Gotcha. We're gonna we're gonna cram them all in there. Uh, we always have you know a huge staff that comes in, a huge yeah. group, and uh, right. and then we sell it out on top of it. So. We'll end up with 16,000 people there on Saturday, and the place will just be packed. Gotcha. Sounds, uh, well, I can't wait. It's going to be yet another uh, epic event. And then, of course, with this year's uh, Santa Rosa situation and and all that, and and it's going to be be great to see the people who are still, you know, hanging in there. And on top of that, just being able to network and get everybody kind of, like, helping each other out. I think that's going to be the underlying uh, tone of the event besides uh, obviously great music and all the good shit that's going on but at least the, you know the family side of it will hopefully uh, ring through a little bit you know which I think it will um, and well you know it has to at a certain point because once you see somebody you haven't well, seen and, and, and you know the shit that they've gone through and is there any way that they can help which I'm well, sure like James is going to do and other people are going to do like auctions and stuff and well, we did. Uh, we gave up fifty bucks for every entry. We have almost a thousand, so we're putting fifty grand up in the Emerald Cup. There, we matched twenty five thousand dollars of our vendors and sponsors. So that's seventy five. Mm-hmm. We're putting a an uh, online where they can put money up. We got a few thousand bucks in there, and then we're also going to have a have uh, cans at every booth to uh, push our vendors and sponsors in and give awards to the ones who bring the most in. So we're hoping we get another hundred thousand there. So we're we're right. hoping we push two hundred thousand nice. uh, dollars for the for the fire the victims of the fire. And uh, one of the things we're doing is like John Lunta, you know, we're gonna uh, Lunta, we're gonna give him a booth, you know, because he needs to come and sell his seeds or whatever he's got, yeah. come in with his group and so we've lost everything, so we're giving him we're gonna give him a booth. Right. And we're gonna do everything we can for all these people and then we're gonna go up there and give a an award out to Dennis and Ned from Absolute because they opened up their whole shop to to the uh, Red Cross and they just basically just let their place get run over as evacuation relief center. So uh-huh. we're going to give an award out. We're going to acknowledge it. We're going to talk about a couple hundred thousand bucks. We're going to really bring the community together, uh, you know, to celebrate the miracles and also mourn all the loss and stuff. So right. it'll be the first really gathering of the tribe and the community, even of Santa Rosa, since the fire. Yeah. And uh, that's still, you know, people are still really, uh, you know, devastated emotionally, mentally, physically, financially. So it'll it'll be something. And then, of course, we'll get a lot of tickets away to the, to the veterans and uh, yeah. you know, and the, uh, the guys coming in, and then we're helping out all the federal prisoners that <clears throat> are uh, are still sitting and rotting in jails for nonviolent crimes and stuff. So we have several uh, funds and charities we're putting together, and uh, that'll be something we're really proud of. It'll be something to talk about. Uh, there's so many elements of the show that uh, between all the speakers and 
all these benefits and the two patine areas and all the media coming in. It's an amazing educational forum and an inspirational gathering. And uh, uh, like I said, this year I'm looking forward more than ever because I get to actually go see people and enjoy some of it, take it in. Cool. Sorry, <laughs> I had somebody visiting. Okay. I was trying to. No, it's okay. No. I, I was trying. To double, I was trying to read lips through the glass there. So, um, uh, great. It's great to see that we will have like a meeting spot. Everybody will be able to figure. Yeah, exactly. Like you said, it's just going to be like uh, kind of an emotional, but yet uh, awesome, awesome uh, uh, event for everybody to be in one place at one time. So I'll be looking forward to seeing oh, yeah. you and uh, running around and hopefully get a chance to relax yourself at your own event because I know how that goes. <laughs> I've done enough times where I heard my uh, name heard my name five million times in the twenty four hour time period. I'd be like, oh my god, if I hear my name one more time. So uh, yeah, hope. well, you know, well, it's hard to relax and really just get high because there's just so many media people running around and there's so many people coming at you. And you got to remember his names and just try to keep track of all of it. So. I'm yeah. waiting for the awards to get done. Yeah. At that point, uh, I can start partying. We can get towards the after-hours party, have a great time, and yeah. then head up to your neck of the woods. Awesome. Uh, but so. until then, we're going to definitely hold the show tight and get it done. We've got a lot of judging coming in over the next week. And uh, wait to see the glass prizes and all the stuff we've done for the contestants on that side, too, which is amazing work by some incredible artists. So, uh, yeah, it'll be great. I look forward to seeing you guys there. And uh, come in early if you get there. Come see the show, get it built. And... Uh, Come hang with us, and I'll get you that judges fact so you can start having some fun early. Sounds like a plan, Tim. Uh, Tim Blake from the Emerald Cup, uh, main organizer, main the main man from. Uh, Thank you. The, the best event right now that I that I that I know of uh, cannabis related in any way, shape, or form, and it's only getting better. So that's you know it's great to see. It's like uh, and and again like you know location, 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 right? So <laughs> you guys got it's why the place where you're at is. Uh, as we all know, the epicenter of where it all really happened and happens uh, as far as cannabis is related, in my opinion. Thank you, Tim. Yeah, you're welcome. Look forward to seeing you, Adam. Same here. Thank you. Take Peace. Care. Okay, take care. Nice work. Yeah, nice a, work. He's got a, well, he's got such a major event now. It's like, wow, you guys hear, like, you hear how big it's getting, but you also hear how relaxed he is because he definitely has pros working like Redline and those guys. Those are all like real professional companies. That's what they do. So, I mean, yeah. like, when you bring them in, you pretty much know that you're getting all those little details handled that you thought were, um, you know, like all of a sudden if you have some bunch of stoners there like us. So, you guys did like, you know, put the thing where the cars are coming so they know they're coming in the thing. Oh, I totally forgot. I didn't get out there and the cars are all, you know, just like there's a million little issues. Bring, but you, oh, you bring in the professional guy. That's what they do. They line it all up. You know, put the right signage. Put the right. You know, they know exactly what the codes are. How to fucking let a wheelchair through. You know, there's like, yeah. you know, things you've got to like think of, especially when you're doing a, a specialist, just, large amount of people, and you just it's all, you know, ebb and flow and all that. We we had our share of events, right? We did enough little little events along the way. We had lots of little. We had, we had our we had our retox parties. Remember that? Remember that? I was wondering if you were going to bring that up. Yes, there was a there was a point in time where Adam started like a party production, uh, thing, and we basically made our own parties. He made a deal with a club there locally in town, <clears throat> and then then he brought like. You know, famous in the scene of in the drum and bass scene, uh, famous DJs from England and, and MCs over. Well, I had I had ID. I mean, ID. She, she knew it was up. You know? Yeah. So we had we had we had a uh, Israeli uh, DJ friend 
who basically ran the Israel scene, which was quite small, but at at the same time, like very dedicated. You know what I mean? They had like a real. The thing is that the Israelis are like party animals in general. Like yeah. just they just all are, and then you mix that with drum and bass and the style of music, and then they they bring over DJs and blow their mind anyway. So we had her, and then she would tell us who's going to be the next hot DJ, and we'd be like, okay, yeah, sure. And she'd have bad company, or she'd bring over Andy C, or she'd bring over all these people that were just crushing it, you know. Like and now we've had them all. We've had like almost every major yeah. long term, you know, Ganja Crew and all the major big players came through. And so in a way, it's like funny because now they play here, and I'll be like, oh shit, like they're playing a beta or they're playing Red Rocks or whatever, you know what I mean? And it's just like oh, I remember when they remember when they played for us for like five, we always got a good deal, like five hundred bucks. You know? yeah. Like we didn't charge because we got them on a Sunday. We did retox. And so, yeah, we had to organize everything. Like, we did the the door. We did, you know, and and they basically... All they did was the security and the, the bar. And we yeah. would, we'd do the rest. And so we got to keep, you know, the door, and they made the money off the bar. So. Yeah, we didn't make a lot of money. We didn't make a lot of money, because anytime we had a good show, we had to, like, pay, pay, pay all the way around. Oh, it, yeah. was, a, it was not a money-making venture. <laughs> not yeah. by any means, as usual. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there was other scenes that people made lots of money, but I was like, oh, yeah, well, it's because you don't... It's, a, like, it's almost exactly the same as the weed game as far as, like, yeah, you could sell Bammer, swaggy weed, make money, and probably just... Because they sell tons of it or whatever, but you can't smoke any of it, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's almost like, you know, if you had music that you, like, didn't really love, you know, or like kind of like, eh, but it really love. People love it. You go burp, 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 burp. Damn, they love that. Okay, I'll do that. And you had to do that over and over and over and over again. And then at a certain point, you probably hate yourself for for doing that. But if you love what you're doing, and you're like, oh, about that. And then all of a sudden, it's fucking something grows out of that. Um, it's way easier to maintain, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so anyway, the parties were a lot she, of fun. What was she needing to? Like, she needed to get in there to clean or something. I don't know. Oh, to grab stuff maybe. Yeah, Some of that a, stuff that was in the back? Huh? She's setting up food. Oh, yeah. Oh, huh. oh just to hold Melanie? it? Huh? Melanie? Oh, Melanie. I don't know. I don't she know. Like she's being productive, so that's Okay. Bad. That's fine. She can, use, she can use all of her space for whatever. Yeah. Yeah. There's she food can, going up, so I'm even thinking... Okay. Go hit that, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. So maybe it's a food... I don't know. Um, it like they're really setting up. Oh, wow. But yeah. one thing, the... It was during those times that we really got to bring your idea of the light box into its own, you know what I mean? Like, Adam, one of Adam's things that he always wanted to do, because we were always lam- doing, like, la- he had a laminating machine. So oh, we yeah. were always looking for promotional stuff that we could do with the laminator the in-house, you know? And so he, we the were... The laminator, the famous yeah. laminator, yes. <laughs> so we were... <laughs> So he said, yeah. just build me a box. He goes, I want a light box, and, and I want to mount the light inside the box, and I want to cut the thing out, and I want to put my thing, my uh, paperwork, you know, the, the laminated paper that he printed up. I want to put that in there, and then so when the light comes on, it, like, blasts the uh, the name or whatever, and then, you know, he can, and he, wanted, and he says, and I want to control it. You know, I want to be able to turn it off and on at will. And oh so, man, we were we were high teching it at that yeah. point. We were like, you know, come on, yeah. it's like simple shit that we should be able to. Don't you have that anyway? Yeah, we made a retox sign like that. Out of rubber. But they still don't have. I mean, nobody had it though. Nobody we were the had. only ones that had it. Nobody had, but we had to we come up with cheap props for yes, parties that cheap props. that were quick. Boom, light box, easy things like that. There's Melanie. Um, yeah, maybe she can come talk about it. What she's the hell? What the hell are you doing in my room? <laughs> 
You want to come on the show? No, maybe. Yeah, see, there we go. We got guests. Yes, I knew this was going to happen. I knew. Oh, okay. Uh, I figured, you know, I, I knew that way I could just drag people in off the street. Uh, give me two minutes. Give me two minutes. Give me two minutes. Then I can find out what the hell's going on. I said, I don't know what's going on. So I, I asked him. He's like, I don't know. There's food. And I was like, oh, yeah, something's happening. Something's happening. Tell me, give us, give us an update. What's going down at the Metlo? What's going down at the Metlo? Well, yeah. this Sunday we got a um, holiday pop-up. Um, bazaar and social here at the rooftop. We've got 13 local vendors, local artisans, hemp-based products um, here uh, from 1 to 7. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's here at the Metlo. Um, we can share a social media graphic. Uh, there's an Eventbrite, but it's private. But we will have, um, yeah, uh, blazing up in one room and local artisans. You've got Umba from Boulder, Eden Creative Collective, um, so for all you ladies, that would be awesome to get your New Year's gear. And, um, yeah, so that's what we got going on. Great. And um, so you said it's private, so I can't really give that out. But if you're really into hemp, they could probably come down here and probably weasel away up. Yeah, find. yeah. Just so look, for the, look for the, the little active uh, chick with the wearing the, the, the fuzzy hat. Who yeah. Wear the fuzzy hat? I'll wear a fuzzy hat. <laughs> okay, wear a fuzzy hat. That'll be easy. Yes, come on down. Fine. But don't, no, there'll be activity down here. And this, and, this is an easy spot to find. Right, and the password is choose hemp. So if you can say that. Oh, and there you go. There you should, go. Should be easy enough to remember. And uh, <laughs> you said it's from 1 to 7? 1 to 7 here at 1111 Broadway, the Metlo rooftop. I love, I love saying 1111, too. 1111. It's easier. Yeah. It's like the easiest thing. It's like 1111. People, people can't. <laughs> well, plus, there's a lot, of, a lot of my friends are, like, really into 1111. Oh, yeah. Like, we totally are. It's the one. Like, already have. Been, already have been exactly it's yeah. the one people know <laughs> it and it's, it's the, the ultimate like, what? <laughs> it's true so everybody, it's so, all the ones so I'm stoked to, to uh, have a good a good easy to find address and uh, yep. cool and so uh, awesome. well we, we have to talk to we'll try to figure out where to, where to store and how we're going to do what and you tell me what you need and uh, we'll make it happen perfect <laughs> All right, sounds All good. All right, thanks, guys. Thank, and I told you you were going to come on. I, told, I already said you're, yes. you're, 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 you're Melanie you're, Rose Rogers. Exactly. Reporting so live here at the Dungeon. You'll be on more often than not. <laughs> so basically, anybody who walks by the window is going to get dragged in. Like, totally. Get in here now. We need some thanks people. for the plug. Yes, of course, it's a pop up holiday bazaar and social at 1111 Broadway from 1 to 7 this Sunday. Metlo, Metlo, Metlo. Yeah, we, need button. we need a Metlo button. We need a Metlo, Metlo. Metlo. It's like every time we say it, we're not going to say it. We hit the yeah, this is the first night of the show. At the Metlo, right? It is the first night on First Friday, on the yeah. first, on December. It's like, wow. wow. A lot of wow. ones, 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 ones. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's the <laughs> we one. Had, <laughs> we had three ones at one, one, one today. It's set. It's a, uh, that's it's really, a, that's really cool. I, lo- I love the place. I love it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the great. rooftop's awesome. Yeah. Got some nice views. Yeah. And that's the whole thing. We haven't even begin to scratch the surface. We just oh, yeah. uh, we rolled in and we knew we had no internet. We said, okay, where are we going now? I was like, we'll wheel it down here. So that's that's how that worked out. Yeah. So, and actually it's nice because he's got the smaller room so even better sound than we would at our spot. Our spot, we have to make a little bit of deflection kind of coming up. Who knows? Our spot is any spot that can work. So that's, yep. how, that's how we decided we were going to work it. So it's easy. Yeah. Cool. Uh, talk to you soon. I'll awesome. see you in about a half hour when I'm done. Perfect. Thanks. Thanks. I say, yeah. Bye, Melanie. Bye. <laughs> Take care. So, um, as you see, we're going to be in a highly productive spot now where things actually, uh, we don't even know what the hell is going on. 
Plus, there's Torchy's Tacos. That's all I got to say. I know yeah. Torchy's Tacos is going to drag so many people. Cause like, I haven't, we, had tor- haven't had that yet. Or I have that. Or I like that. And then they're going to end up going there. And then they're going to meet myself. We went there yesterday for lunch. And it was dynamite. It's pretty damn it good. It was dynamite. It's pretty damn yeah. good. The thing I like about it is it's reasonable. And it's actually... Uh, <clears throat> got a decent like idea of the menu like you don't have to like get too complicated and start telling them 19 different things to fuck it all up you know yeah. what I mean like do that do that. just go like give me that give me that <laughs> give yeah. me that shit right there give me that they, are, they already have a combo that works combo you, works you, know you don't have to get all weird and try yeah. to think you're gonna come up with something better yeah. Like I would, like ah, it it's sucks. Like, just, just, it sucks. Just this that. is what you Shut want, right? Shut here. the fuck just up. Make, yeah, should be called "Shut the fuck up" menu, but you know, <laughs> that's pretty much what you want. And that's a lot easier to work with sometimes, especially when you're really high and everything looks good, and yes. sounds good, and you start to get all like that. That's a big help. Tailspun, you know? tailspun. Um, so we got like about. 20 something minutes to make it our show actual three hours so we can definitely tell well, at least tell them about the pipe let's, let's tell, tell some stories let's tell, tell some them, stories we'll tell them some about stories. the pipe stories 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 what what pipe the pipe you were going to tell about the pipe oh the fro yes thank you thanks for bringing that up so um, years ago in about 2000 something what was it 2003 or something two maybe? I, uh, yeah I think yes about I think that. you're right about there tw- you're right there yeah. two double people had stupid glasses we know that in yes. two, uh, 2002 everyone had those dumb, <laughs> those dumb 2002 glasses that was the year it worked out perfectly two they zero like, oh, zero I two I can't believe yeah. it oh, they just had to put two. This is the magic year. It's like of a zero record. zero. Oh. You know, like oh, okay. The two zero zero years. Those years yeah. are the best. They had the best glasses, but the twos. When the twos, it was equal on that year. So yeah. it's never going to have the equal sides. It was always like going to be lopsided. Two zero zero seven. Yeah, yeah. But zero. as long as you had the two zeros together, so now that's all I ever think of in two thousand two. Yes. No, but I, uh, this is one of these pipes. This is a, like I had such a nice like I literally had like a really nice fucking collection back in Amsterdam at one point like I had a Kaminsky that he and him and I both think about we had the, this fro and this was like my little daily you know and 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 at one point it, it had a little it had a tiny crack that was somewhere in it and we had given it and uh, basically I this is after I left no this is like you gave it to him on, I had a I had a friend of ours up, fix it. Yeah, and he put it. He kilned it and got it all equaled out. Got it, a little tiny crack out. It um, has an old school like Millie style uh, marble on this side, and it has a unique at the time uh, UV activated. Mm-hmm. So you you put this under under light, especially under UV light, and then it, it glows in the dark. Yeah. Well, and now then, we got the flashlight at the house. Yeah. We can show oh. Nick. Nick. So. And then in the front. Uh-huh. It's got a pyramid-shaped opal. Oh, my God. We're talking pyramid-shaped. With a wigwag on the bottom. <laughs> with a wigwag on the bottom. It's a coming on with the wigwag. <laughs> yeah, check, check out the wigwag. Oh, shit. Anyway, Fro and, and Fro actually started working with, um, with uh, Dougie over at Car- uh, Chalice, and they yeah. started to run yeah. that. They, they started to throw events and do stuff like that, too. Uh, I said I was going to smoke out of it, but no, I'm not going to smoke out of it. I'm going to show Nick the, the, the UV part and let him play with it a little bit and not break it, hopefully. Oops, yeah. dunk, dunk, dunk. I'm going to watch it go down the stairs. I can already see it. I'm going to see it come down the stairs. It'd be like, I had it happen once with a, with a Dabuccino. I, I, like, I got a Dabuccino. Dougie gave it to me finally. Like, oh, yeah. He gave me one of these ones that was kind of like a secondary one. It came on the second shelf, but it's fine. Yeah. I was like, it's cool. I'll, I'll, I'm good. I don't care if next a little bit crooked or whatever. Got home, and then, I don't know, was it my... I think he, I, I opened my bag and he saw my my kid saw it and it was a brand new like you know, didn't have a piece on the top it was just like the thing itself and he like ran up the stairs 
And I was like, no, 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 give me, give me it back, right? And it was like, just like I remember seeing it come back down the stairs and go like, dink, dink, and it didn't break until the third fucking hit, like it always does, right? Yeah. Dink, dink, and you watched it go like, ah, oh, like if I could, like didn't all I did was break the fucking like yeah. mouthpiece off, but totally right where it went in. So it was just like you could feel like you could fix it, but you never will, and you're never like ah. Typical, and I was actually stoked. To, I wouldn't even want to use it in the beginning. I was like, "Oh, he, he just got—he was getting sued at the time." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, this is be a collector's item. I should keep this thing." You know what I mean? And I was like, "Oh, great, thanks, Nick. You know, <laughs> thank Nick." And I, of course, I have to make it all sound great. Oh, thanks, bro. That's exactly. That. I didn't really want that anyway. <laughs> Can I have it? You know, I'm like, no, 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 you can't have it. But you know, you definitely don't like fucking. Like, more worried about him getting hurt from it because it's like you know, dropping glass and shit. But yeah. it's like. Really? You're going to grab the one thing that I actually liked out of my bag and fucking like run upstairs and then just watch it drop right past me like bing, boom, boom. And, like it kind of bounced. I was like, fuck, I should have zigged when I zagged. And, oh, that's uh, story. I was like a second too late. You know, I was like, ah. Story of my life. Exactly. So anyway. Um, oh, but speaking of, speaking of glass. Speaking of story of my life. Speaking of glass. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, when I first got was associated with these guys and they already had a really good relationship with uh, Jerome Baker. And they already had several Jerome Bakers, and in fact, Jerome uh, they had Jason, the guy with at the, who was Jerome Baker. He had made up a couple special pipes just for them, and and the trichome challenge, which was his thing that he had made. They had a, they had a special thing that mm-hmm. anyway. So we and we broke so many. That that's that's, that's, that's basically <laughs> that's, the story. Is that's we, the story. We, we broke, broke them all. We broke them all. It's <laughs> so sad. We broke yeah. them all. Yeah, we didn't collect it. <laughs> and Matt is a huge collector now too, so he he should be like having the best collection in the world. I got yeah. about I got about four or five good marbles left that I you know got from back in the day. Oh no, I got a huge marble. I got a I got a lot but, of marbles. But but yeah. those who don't break so easy. Yeah, it's yeah. hard to break marbles. It's got to be really hard. You work really hard. But pieces, yeah, we fucking broke them all. And there's some pieces that were like I lost a lot in Amsterdam too, which is kind of like sad. But it is it's very sad. Sad, sad. But uh, yeah. Well, those were this, like they're like bitcoins to me. Those fucking old pieces, right there. Oh yeah, I had fucking, I had million dollar glass pieces. That's my marbles. They're gone now. Oh, yours are all organized. Yeah, my marbles are just fucking flopping around. <laughs> I got my floppy marbles. I got my floppy marbles. It's a, new, <coughs> it's a new strain I'm doing. Floppy marbles. <laughs> I might even write. Might I might even do that actually. That might be the but, floppy marbles. You saw it. That's it. New strain. I had the rooster. Um, oh, did you see that? Oh shit! Yes, rooster. That's my, rooster. that's my. That's my. That's my spirit. That's my thing. That's it's my, your spirit animal. No, it's not my Chinese zodiac. It's my Chinese zodiac. Not my spirit animal. It could be your spirit that, animal. That would be weird. Doubling up on that. I mean, I, I got yeah. enough out of Chinese. <laughs> already being a cock. When I was a kid, I was like, I'm a cock. Well, I could be using that in different ways, I guess. But it's like, you know, you got to work it. You got to work all the angles. You got to work it. Like, but when people are a rat, that's just worse I think I'd rather be a cock than a rat yeah I'm a a monkey obviously (laughs) or an ox I I figured you'd be an ox yeah the the cool thing was when we all ended up working together he'd be a monkey you're you're a typical monkey (coughs) I think he's a tiger no sleepy tiger fuck it you're a tiger (laughs) and what about MTI MTI you know what you are what what your Chinese fucking zodiac sign is I don't remember what it is. Oh, well, look it up, man. Oh, what yeah. What year are you born? 81. Oh, okay. Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> don't even ask me. Like, hey, what year were you born? Let me tell you. Forget about it. Unless you're 12 years exactly younger than me, then you'd be a 
Peacock or that'd be about all I can tell you. The rest, the rest I have no clue. You? You have any? No, you don't know nothing. Look at you. Look at you. Look at you. You're the rooster. No, yeah, you're 12. It's the same as me. You're oh, cool. Yeah. Double cock. 21, 1933, 1945, 57, 69, 81. Oh, shit. Nice. Cock brothers. 69. <laughs> cock brothers. 69. Don't cross swords. Don't cross our, our feet, I guess it would be like. Don't cross feet, bro. All right. Nice. Cock brothers. Cool. I didn't even know didn't that. didn't even know. Yeah. That's new knowledge for me. See, you didn't even know that you were part of my crew. No, man. Oh, dude, it was yeah. meant to be. We're, we're the we best. Go. We're the best. We're the there best. We <laughs> we're the best. It's yeah. all coming I don't up. think there's anything better than that. No, actually, dragon. Of course, everyone wants to be a dragon. Nick is a fucking dragon, and he's a Chinese water. He's a black water dragon. Is his fucking like that's his oh. year and his thing. They they go by. So you have to look up what year you are, and then you go find out what metal you're made out. Of. Like I am not made out of what you are. You are metal, <laughs> uh, uh, or what. Uh, other thing you may be you might be fire you might be a fire fucking your, your earth sign right is that yeah. what it is yeah you're, that's pretty yeah yeah it's that okay something like that yeah. I don't know I don't know anything about whatever this. it's something like that what are you know what you are now no you didn't figure it out what uh, you're just super no high. I was reading super the, super uh, chat gang Sonny Chiba Floppy Marbles and the Cock Brothers. It might be time to tune out. <laughs> <laughs> that's my new. That's my new combo. Yeah, exactly. Floppy Marbles. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Sonny. Yeah, those. Are, it is getting kind of tiring. Obviously, once we get tired, when it gets to that direction, we know it's, we know it's time. Um, so, favorite story of Amsterdam besides all the stuff we've talked about. Um, you didn't even mention that we crashed the fucking Vespa when you tried to go through the fucking thing, did you? Like that, you definitely wrecked the door on the thing. I remember that. You jammed it all up. You were the first guy to crash well, it. Yeah, but Vespa you with me too. you rolled it onto its side. Oh, I definitely rolled mine. Not that one, but I rolled mine once yeah. with with Andy and uh, Diego yeah, with the passengers back. in with the passengers back. in the back because but, that was the other thing we. Didn't but I talk drove about. for seven years, dude. And so we packed a, roll at least we packed once. a lot of people in the back of that thing and. Oh, I packed yeah. 11 people in the back of the oh, once. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Like, yeah, in, a, yeah. in a thing about the yeah. size, of, less than the size of this table. Yeah. So imagine like a square about a little shorter thought, than this table. You thought about, those migrant we had 11, got it bad we had in the 11, back of And yeah. it was like, and everyone was pretty happy. I was amazed. We drove for a long time. And it was a couple people that complained, but a lot of guys were stoked because there was chicks there. So they were like, yeah, yeah this is great. Yeah, Harvey Weinstein out of the back of my truck. I don't know what went down. It was weird. People rolled out of it like ah, like rolled out. But we yeah. we were always going to the we party. Going to parties. We had Stevie Stevens in the back one time. Were you with me yeah. that time? No, no. You talking about the guy from Jane's Addiction? No, the guy from uh, Billy Idol. Billy Idol's oh, guitar yeah? player. We, no, had, we had him. We had him in the back once for a little ride. Man, we had the guys from Gore in the back. We had all sorts of. There was a lot of. A lot of rock stars in the car at times. We had, no, many I can't tell about, of course. Yeah. But, but, but what was the guy's name? Steven? Stevie Stevens. No. Steve so, Stevens, or I don't know, whatever. No, the Steve guy Steve. from Jane's Addiction. Oh, who? Um, yeah, you're thinking about Perkins? Yeah, Stephen Perkins. Stephen Perkins, yeah. yeah. They, they're playing he at the loved, end of the month. Yeah. They're playing at the end of the month. We'll help try to get them on the show. Now that we're downtown, we can yeah. like, just lure them in. we like, come on over to Torchy's. Yes. Yeah, oh, right by the way, my show is upstairs. You might as well come on the show. So. No, yeah, but uh, Steve, Stephen Perkins is a really cool guy. He's on, he's the, the best guy in he's the, the, best. In the, in the yeah. industry, for sure. In their industry, not in our industry. Our yeah. industry. Uh, I'm the best. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
But anyway, you got to see all the weirdness. You got to see all the cool shit that went down. You managed to come back. Now you're in fucking Oklahoma. Yes. Taking care of your mom. Yeah. Living a living hell. Kind of, yes. you know. Yeah. I was, <laughs> yes. I got really lucky and got a job that I liked. Oh, that's true. I had, that's I had true. no idea when I was going to come back what I was going to do. And I got, I got really lucky and I got a job. Uh, working on antiques, doing antique restoration, which is something that I'm interested in. So I, I'm really happy about that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I wish, I wish, you know, I, I want to, I want to be working with with plants. You know, I mean, I'm, it's it's crazy. I mean, if you know, Oklahoma, Oklahoma is, is, is one the, of the most strict states when it comes to cultivation. It's crazy. It's like the worst state. And that was yeah. the whole thing with you living in, in Amsterdam and getting all comfortable there. Yeah. And then going to California from that point and then becoming yeah, I want to step big. I don't, I don't want to step small. Step I want to step big into yeah. Oklahoma. That's like yeah. the worst. That's the yes. worst. Oh, you don't know what, how bad I want to just blow up a closet or something oh, like sh- that. Yeah. Don't talk about it, bro. Or a tent. And blow up in fucking Oklahoma. A That's like, those two words, you can't even yeah. use the word blow yeah. up. Allegedly. I thought you said, exactly. Allegedly blow up a gigantic yeah. anything. You say blow up Oklahoma. Or a yeah. tent. You know, I'll rock a tent. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm sure you would. When the vans are ro- when the tents are rocking, yeah, don't come and knock in <laughs> when you can have that sign out front. Yeah. When the tents are rocking, no, I know Oklahoma is just like backward, backwards in that way because they yeah. are still getting that. Do they have a lot of prisons there? Obviously, they must. Yes, seems like a prison state. Like, and a lot of army bases. Where else? Where else are you gonna put people? I'd be like, hmm, how about Oklahoma? That sounds terrible. Like, yeah, let's put them there. Yeah. So it's, yeah, so it's a prison sort of. How, well, is it, how big do you think it is in the state? Like, it was like the second biggest uh, uh, employer. Where, how many employees? That's I what live, they all are. Is where I live is like the third biggest city in the state, or fourth, and uh, we have. A military base that's there that's the world's largest artillery training base for the U.S. Army. And uh, so it's huge. And so, you know, there's like 120,000 people that live there. <clears throat> that's including the soldiers and everybody out on the base. And the two big things there are there's a huge Goodyear plant to work at. And there's a lot of people who do civil service work out at the military base. So, uh, you know, if you don't work in those one of those two things you, you you're not making a lot of money there there's not a lot of opportunity there and yes there's they have a big right there in that same town they have a, a big corporate prison right there and it's just not a good scene man yeah it sounds awesome dude yeah it's just <laughs> it sounds fucking great it's just not a good scene <laughs> I, that's well that's the I thing is like you know they uh but you're take, but you're taking care of mom and stuff so you got you're just doing what you got to do I am. Um, which yeah. is a noble thing to do. Thank so, you. Considering I, you were a free man, like floating like a butterfly. I did. I, I took it, it. Listen, I took advantage of my freedom for a long time. So, and I love my mother, and I want to take care of her. So, you know, that's what it's about right now. But uh, yeah, I took advantage. Listen, <laughs> I, I took I, advantage. We can reuse oh. that again. We can we can get that commercial. You know, when when I, I was took in, advantage. Listen, that was so I, I did it. <laughs> I did Amsterdam. I don't think for a second that I didn't. I don't oh, know. You, you were definitely I did I, it big. Definitely did it. That's for sure. We yeah. got it, we got it in our fair share of things together. <laughs> Events, yeah. you should say. I mean, yeah. we, we managed to. Uh, uh, you know, we, like that one time when you got me in trouble. <laughs> that we would love to talk about. Yeah, but you didn't. Really, <laughs> that we love to talk about. Where you, you left, you left a bunch of fucking wet 
frozen fucking trim in the freezer, right. which I didn't that know about. A, yeah. And I was downstairs with a bunch of cops, and they were like searching the place. And I was like, ah, you got nothing. Like I already took like kind of like had shit everywhere. I just had to like had it all well thought out. You know what I mean? Like I knew exactly where everything was, except this gigantic frozen chunk of fucking weed that came bomb on my desk because I was sitting at my desk. And then well, that was an accident. And, but, then, and I know that he had left, and that was like I was like, oh man. But, but it was like was, it was it was it was funny. It was actually a. I mean, every time you get busted, it sucks, obviously. Or anytime yes. you're in a situation with a man, it sucks because somehow in your head you unravel the whole thing. Like, like if they could read your mind, you'd be fucked because they, you you blow it up so much bigger in your head and like uh, connect all the buildings you own together. And, ah, I got keys to this. Ah, I got something. They're gonna yeah. go into my bed. They're gonna yeah. find this one box. And they're gonna look at the box. And I'm gonna find the key. And then they take yeah. the key. And they're gonna go to my other spot. And they're gonna open up my thing. <laughs> so your brain just goes in like massive modes, you know, because you know everything that you got. And it was like, I got nothing because I got, you know, whatever. So they were cruising around and then it, was but, just, it was hilarious. But is there time for another It's hilarious story? now. Is there time yeah, for a story? Yeah, you better hurry up. All right. Got, that you that got, brings up a good story that... You got, 20, you got 10 minutes. When, when I first, when I came to Amsterdam and kind of first, well, I knew Adam, but I hadn't started really working with him yet. Um, a friend of mine brought me over to his place and he showed me this water hash setup that he had made. And it was basically drill. He had drilled holes out of like a five-gallon bucket and was filter, filtering stuff through, and catching it in like a, a, a kitchen sieve with a with a screen, you know, a silk screen in there, and you know it all like clicked. And so that was like the very, you know, like Mila had the uh, isolate the isolator machine, and. Well, Mark great. Mark was getting ready to come out with the bubble bags, yeah. and so it was a really unique time. It was before, it was before they were done. Like they hadn't yeah. come out yet. It was still this. It was still the um, the other one. The, whatever it was the stupid XL, the XL Reinhardt's machine, the, the XL four twenty. Okay, I was going to get to that part. I was going to get. That's to when that we. Part. That's when we did that, and then they came out that grab. Right. No, but this was before that. This was you did you're something about the house. In your bathtub, talking, I know. In the your bath, I was going to say the, the, the top of my thing about that. Basically, okay. I took that thing and I just. Right. What I did was I hacked by cutting off the bottom of a bucket, putting another bucket into another bucket, and then I fucking uh, made that screen fill, like cut the, the rim of the thing off and turned that into a screen. So I didn't I only had one screen, which was fine. Oh, but you like, had a catch screen. Yeah, and then we had that, and then after the material fell through there, then we had a little catch right, screen. Right, exactly. Yeah. Well, the the Swissolator only had one screen. The Swissolator came down to a bottle like this. Yeah, had, you had did. A valve, had a valve, and then you... you Collect all the shit at the bottom in a bottle, again. and it was kind of nasty though because it would all go to one, yeah. and it was sitting in water the whole time. So, like, having said that, what when we we won a cup, we made we somebody we we had uh, somebody was growing one of our some of our strains or something like that, or we got a hold of some some uh, material, mm-hmm. and we ran it in the Swissolator and we entered it in some cup. I'm not going to say it was a High Times cup, but it was a local cup there mm-hmm. in Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. They made and, microchips that year, or was it? A... I, no, no, it was. It was really red, and you know, it it was super red, and it came out in that bot. And I made it, and I poured it out of the bottle. I made a technique where I was able to get the stuff out of the bottom of the bottle without getting a lot of plant material in there and stuff like that. And it won, and then so Mila came up to me at the end of the thing. This is the funny part. And she goes, "Now, did you make that with the isolator bags?" And uh, I said, no, I had to break her heart. You know, I said, no, we made it with the Swissolator. And I could just see the blood <laughs> drain from her from her face when I said it. She was like, oh, Swiss no. Lighter. 
not the Swiss later. But yeah, we it wasn't were, really the Swiss later, but everything was a later at that point. We were, yeah, everything Swiss-a-later. was trying to be the later. later and we later, later. so we worked with the Swiss later for quite a long time, and it was it was, it was okay. It was, like I said, we made some good product with it. But yeah, it was a single screen, and it was you could keep it's, it, it. It's was, a whole different world now. That's the crazy part. Is like I'm, I mean, this is when water hash was just evolving over there, you know. And now we've got these clean dabs. You know, you're guaranteed a clean hit every time, and it's like it's incredible, you know how. Yeah. Advanced, it's how far it's come. 100%. You know? Yeah, there was times where we're like, all right, we cannot go more high tech than this. Yeah. You know what I mean, in all sense, yeah. like way more high tech. Just gets more and more. I was stuck in my laminator days. I just I got stuck. I was like, ah, I can all. And like I said, me and Matt were talking the other night when he first got to town. And it was just like, if he had just said parchment paper to me at one point, yeah, I would have been the fucking. That's 20, all we needed. That was the missing piece. That was the missing piece. And it was just like. Rosin. And, and it's funny because he's such a. Kind of like it would be, it could it should have happened because in a way because realistically I was wasting so much hash because every time I'd overload it or I'd put too good a hash in it would all melt out the sides and it was going in between paper so it would soak into the paper you know what I mean and I could only get back a little bit of it and I, all the good shit the terps would actually soak into the paper and all the fucking roughage would stick to the, so I'd get back whatever I got back was crap compared to what I lost so yeah all I needed was instead of using if I just lined the paper with parchment paper, with parchment paper I would, it would and then have been, put I would the have, thing in there we could have been squeezing out stuff to the side forget the pile the the gold is in the little puddle on the outside we didn't see I mean? that we just we just didn't see it coming we were yeah. like we were just too busy like I was too busy trying to keep it all within the lines because I didn't want it to squeeze when it squeezed out to me it was a failure right so it wasn't like it squeezed out it went all over the place it just squeezed out a little bit on the edges but when it did that it was like oh I kind of fucked up a little bit and every time I did it I was thinking to myself like fuck I did that like I made 80 of them and I lost squeezed out about 6 or 8 of them but probably lost quarter gram or something you know what I mean like a little a little bit of an amount but if you tried making like thousands of them and you did that you'd be fucking pissed off so then I'd be all careful and try to keep it all within the lines but there were certain times I put super good hash in and the shit would just disappear it would like go be gone I was like where the fuck did it go and it was like just so terpy and so fucking light that it just disappeared and fucking like oh well that shit was just too good so I was like this machine was just eating my hash like all the time like I'd be putting in slabs and pieces would be falling out and it was just like turning into kind of a huge mess and if I was just on point with parchment paper Matt could have had all the best shit in the world because he would have uh, been like, I'll just take all the parchment paper. I still had all the best. Don't worry. I still had all the best. You did okay. You did okay. But in general, it was a uh, was magic years. You were, yes. l- were lucky you were there. Yeah, I, and, and you I took was, care of a lot of stuff. That was the, I was the one kind of in charge of doing the extractions at first. So you know, I was smoking all the best. You know, that was coming off at first, and then you know, it was like, yeah, it was funny because I, I tell people all the time. I go, look, I was making bubble hash. I realized it was a lot of work. I was like, here you go, Matt, go for it. And then Matt got it, like kind of stuck with the job of being the guy who had to do the runs. And then he had other people who were. That's how the whole original bus thing went down was that he was actually handing off pre-run material to somebody else who was then running it again because he was learning and he was putting it in the freezer at the shop and it was just so saving it for fro- him because he so like frozen to, to frozen to give to the other guy to bring to, to, to run it cold you know and, and so we were already kind of doing fresh frozen in a sense but so it was all actually, I would have had to have done was go was remember it but that it was would have for, for water hash if I would have remembered it and if I would have just went in there and threw it from the freezer to two feet away into the trash can 
and had some stuff over the top of it, nothing would have ever been said. They would have not searched the trash. Yeah, it was classic. And I was downstairs with the cops in it, and I was, and I was like, all right, I see you're busy. I, you gotta go. I gotta I, go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I was, I'm out of here. And I was yeah. like, oh, okay, later. And it was, yeah, it was classic. It was like, so, but yeah, because anyway. on, on the down low, I was an illegal alien the whole time. You know, Illegal alien. Yeah, he, yeah. Was, he was running. That was the thing. That's part yeah, of I never registered as a citizen. I lived over there for 12 years as an illegal alien. And I never, you know, he was a, he was I, sta- I overstayed my visa. I did all of that stuff. I did, I did all of it. Broke every law possible. I broke every rule. <laughs> I broke yeah. every rule in the yeah. book. But I mean, that's the thing is Amsterdam ran on that kind of energy for the longest time. And I don't. I mean, like we were talking about the other day, I haven't been there in years. So it's and they kind of tightened up a lot of that shit because of the Eastern Bloc stuff and all that. It's like, it's not, they're not looking for Americans necessarily. No. Never were. But they are legally. You know what I mean? Just not technically. They're not like, they're more looking for Balkan state stuff and people that it's are It's not as who, cool over there anymore as it is. You know, they've tightened up the reins on, on all of that stuff. I mean, literally, we, and, and his, his old shop is a good example. We sold magic mushrooms at one time, right? Well, when we first got them, we had the dry. I mean, we had uh, cubensis dry, cyanesis, you know, how do you say it? Cyanesis. Cyanesis, we had that dry. I mean, we had all of them dry and ready to go, and we were were buying that from a supplier. Well, then they come in and said, oh, you can't have dry mushrooms anymore. You've got to get wet. They've got to be fresh. And then, uh, so then... We had to convert our refrigerator. Luckily, we already had a refrigerator and didn't have to go out and buy, with a glass front and didn't have to go out and buy something. So we utilized the thing that we had and we displayed the mushrooms in there, bought them fresh all the time. Then all of a sudden, oh, you can't do that anymore. We're gonna have to just sell the kits, you know. And it's just, it's just crazy. That's the that's the a kind of a good example of how they just keep tightening it up and yeah. tightening it up over there. Yeah, then they, well, they say they could do stones and you know, yeah, philosopher stones, stones yeah. which were the least active of all of them. You know what I mean? Weak. But yeah, it was pretty funny. We we would literally go through about a pound, or depending on the type of mushrooms, like a quarter, like a quarter pound to a half pound of cyanesis, and then like a couple pounds of fucking the uh, cubensis. You know, and it would just be like nonstop. Like literally, that was core of our business for a little while money wise it was like holy shit so you know this is what we make money on totally and it was like kind of funny because you think about how much you would sell and then you'd be like walking around and barely ever see people super duper high because yeah. it was always like obviously they're somewhere else but it's like occasionally you see a group of italians and you'd be like oh i remember these guys i came in my store this morning now they're all at a fucking standing by a bus stop <laughs> not understanding how it works <laughs> you know what i mean all like just laughing their ass off and so, uh, yeah, it was and we cool. and we did a fun little employee field trip one time where we all took a month. It was like uh, six of it. We all worked together and, at the shop, and so and we sold the mushrooms at the shop. And so we took the the kind of the 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 cubensis, which was the you know the kind of the lightest ones, even the girls, and we all took a, a dose of it and went and saw a Austin Powers movie. Which was, and we just laughed our heads off. Well, the best part about that is it was all about Dutch. Uh, yeah. yeah, super, they were making you know, super fun villains, of the Dutch, Dutch yeah. super villains, and and Dutch hate that. And, they, yeah. and we were loving it. We were laughing our ass off. Oh man, I, I ate a mushroom this long, and I was like, I don't know, I don't know. 
Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. All right. Well, um, and any other last minute uh, things thanks, besides that? Thanks for having me. What's, anybody, what's any? Well, you can't. Shoot, no, no, one's gonna, no one's allowed to listen to me from no, the shop or anything. No, 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 I can't, I can't tell. Can't tell, it's too, it's so top secret. You can understand Oklahoma and missile silos, things like that, you know, yeah. and this guy's like top, so how many levels up are you? Come on, come on. <laughs> missile silo, long. he's, you know the key thing, you have to go like, with the president? He's the other half. He's the other half. What you, what what you guys really need to know is this guy's a, a, a he's a really nice person. He's super kind. He took when I, when I went over there to Amsterdam as an illegal alien. He took me in. He gave me a job. He gave me a place to live. He he adopted me into the family. I've ate. You know, I've ate his cooking. I've ate his mom's cooking. I mean, they they took Matt, care. That of is me. one of my Matt they was one of my adopted. Of I had a lot of adopted kids. They, they were took care like, of me. Uh, Usually they're older than me, a couple of years. That usually I'm, one year, I'm one year older. <laughs> one year older. Usually one about a year, year or two older than me. Yeah. And they're my kids. And they're, <laughs> but they're always about like, like, like they don't usually grow much past 16. He's a, this, maybe, this maybe guy's 17. A, like that's like, nah, they don't even get to 17. Most of them about 14. 14 guy, to 16 is their range that they love to stay around, cruise and speed. He, he, loves, to, <laughs> he loves to make fun, but he's a sweetheart. He's uh, a sweetheart. Anyway, he's another one of my my, 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 my inner crew. So hopefully you had a good time listening to all the weird stuff. We have about yeah. five billion more stories. Yes. And they get weirder and weirder sometimes. Uh, so if you're in town again, you can come on through. And if we're in some crazy, we'll, we'll see. If we're in some crazy combo. And I'm sure a lot of people who know me already knew Matt, so they're going to get a kick out of listening to Man, tell some stories <laughs> about being out in Amsterdam. I yeah. was in Amsterdam. He, was, right. he likes to keep it on the DL, so you know it's one of those. Yeah, I don't things. talk about it a lot, so I I pulled them out to, pulled, for tonight just pulled, for you guys. Pulled out a few rabbits. Yeah, uh, I want to thank KTI for for hanging in and being uh, super productive. <laughs> the check check <laughs> was having a a laugh at your expense all day here. It's pretty funny. It's good. It's good stuff. <laughs> was there was there like uh, memes made or anything good? Or anything no, nothing know? like that. Yeah, meme it up. Yeah, they should meme it up. At least well, a step meme up the or game. Two. Step the game up. We're gonna be, you know, make fun of somebody. You at least meme it. Yeah, we don't understand. Don't, doesn't make sense otherwise. Like, mm-hmm. it's pretty funny. Um, I want to thank Roberto who didn't get on the show, but Mr. Roberto from Roberto's List. If you're here in Denver, you might have heard of him. And if not, well, we're sitting in his studio, which is his office. Because we're not in our studio, because we have no Comcast. But next week, you know, it's gonna be just like the last place, but a lot more productive. I think we're actually gonna get like we're gonna we're gonna say we're not gonna have it, but we're gonna have it, and then we're gonna have the uh, yeah, we're gonna have a bunch of cool options available. So now we're gonna go eat all the food that's been being set up. What is it? Now? They said Sunday they got a gig. So what's going on for? Yeah, right? I, I couldn't tell you what's Sunday, going on. What they're doing? What's going on? So, all right, the so, food over there. If you're in. Uh, uh, Denver, and you want to come on the show, and you're one of our awesome listeners. Was sure, come on through. This is now we are, now we have tacos. Yeah, <laughs> we have tacos next yeah. door. We can come to our door. They are delicious. But give me a call ahead of time. <laughs> I, I ain't here all the time. So, but every Friday for sure, and uh, also first Fridays starting next month is going to be so high Fridays Ooh. here at the Metlo. So might as well start announcing it now. Nice. So everyone will know where to go on that first Friday, finally. Like, okay, well, we can end up at the Petlo. We'll do the show. We'll make it, like, an extra long whatever. And we'll, it's going to be great, bro. So if you're in Denver and you're here for first Friday, keep an eye out for the 
what we're doing, either via internet or just come over. It'll be I guarantee we'll be here. Somebody will be here once we get rolling. I'll just hand it off. To KTI will be the man. He'll be running the bar, doing the door, <laughs> talking to everybody a lot. Cause he's really good at that stuff. So, oh yeah, yeah mixing yeah. drinks. Oh yeah, mixing lots of drinks, <laughs> flipping things drinks. around behind him and stuff. Like cocktails, Double, yeah. total cocktails. You can see it already. You know he's gonna be like that. Um, thanks for everybody for listening. Thanks for Tim Blake for listening, for coming on the show uh, to talk about Emerald Cup because we're all gonna be there next week. So, I guess it's a good idea. No, no one's going on. No, it's an awesome event. And then uh, thanks for James Bean for coming on. Seats here now. Thanks to all of our other uh, sponsors, Incredibles. Wow, Mr. Ron Wallace uh, himself uh, and uh, Tim Blake, New Millennium, New Millennium, and Tim Blake, Build the I Soil, said Tim Blake, oh, okay. and uh, Build the Soil. That's it, right? You got it now. That's it. Mm-hmm. Good, good job. Um, I think by the end of the Emerald Cup, we'll have a few new people on board because we had a couple people talking to me at the other shows, but. It's like the worst time of year to sign deals. Is it freaking uh, Mercury Retrograde or what's going on? Because I think <laughs> it feels like it right now. Is it? Uh, yeah, Does anybody know? know? Nobody knows. Well, if it is... Full moon time. Fuck. The, is it full moon today? I don't know. It was getting pretty big the other night. I don't know how It's just how getting real around here. Um, so next week, we will all be out at the Emerald Cup. And I don't think we'll be doing anything live because it's so crazy unless we can get a direct link somewhere. But we will definitely be uh, filming some stuff and publishing that eventually somewhere, somehow. Yeah, if we get a copy of it, that's all. The ones no, I'm going to do it myself. We're going to okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll get that Mevo and record on it, and then we can publish that. That's easy enough because it's not already. It does that. I tested that. Does that? It doesn't <laughs> go live easy without. We just have to link up the sound. Sound is the hardest part, man. Hmm. So here in a cardboard box. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With those Mevo, yeah. The but I think we have. Oh, well, we have the Madonna mics. We can do Madonna mics. Um, <laughs> James Caesar now bought Madonna mics at one point, so we can do that, and then we can do aerobics while we're doing our shit and still sound great. So hopefully, we'll figure it out. We'll, we only have a week of everything else to do, so it should be easy enough, right? Yeah, yeah we got it down. All right, talk to you guys next week, or well, at least uh, see you guys soon enough. Two weeks from now, we'll be back here at the Metlo, kicking ass. It will be like then we'll be it will be so much so much farther advanced. <laughs> so high than that though so high we'll be going to be really high we're actually four stories up now which is awesome way more so high than being in the basement it's mm-hmm. kind of like we're in the basement that's so high Torchy's Tacos in the background you can say it one more time Torchy's Tacos <laughs> in the background we have to go over there and say we're on the air with you in the background <laughs> talking about you all day how much like we, we're going to pull just like that show that, that I was telling you about that, that one show where they boycotted the fuck or they protested outside the thing because they use their image online so anyway it's too much to explain <laughs> Haters Back Off is the name of the show it's on Netflix it's a good show it's, it's a very good show especially if you're awkward or like awkward shit which you noticed I liked after you watched all the awkward shit you were yeah, like yeah this is all pretty yeah, really awkward I got updated I got updated on all this I mean watch Eric Andre marathons and Bird up. Unbelievable. Bird up. You know Eric Andre, of course, right? No. Come on. What's wrong with you people? Do I have to educate everybody all the time on what's cool and funny? (laughs) Jesus. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. And uh, check out our website, which is adamdunshow.com, or go to our Facebook page, which is probably what? Adam Dunshow. I don't know. It's all just look up. The Adam Dunn Show. Just go Adam Dunn Show and you'll find The Adam Dunn Show, yeah. And if it's on baseball, it's the wrong one. Oh, yeah. Once you hit baseball, you're like, oh, this is definitely not me. So 
<laughs> don't follow that guy. <laughs> Whatever you do. Peace. See you guys next week. Or soon Every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic jackets on the record albums have their own we don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. We want you to smoke the natural herb. Some call it marijuana. Some call it sensimedia. Some call it lamb's bread. And some people call it... Ganja.